Oh, I forgot to ask. Who's, you can introduce the show. I'll just be on the video. Hello. Welcome to The Truth Runs Deep. Uh, I'm Callie. And I'm Taryn. Um, we talk about all things law and order, SVU, and organized crime, and occasionally fic writing in our lives in general. Mm-hmm. Um, we're already on like the seventh episodes of each yes, season. Right. Just yeah. crazy already. It yeah. is. We're almost at the mid-season. Yeah. It'll be December 5th. Like, so. I mean, we already got, like, one show that's already got a thing going. December season, like, I don't know how they're going to top it if they're doing yeah, a well, mid-season finale. Like, they're like what? Is December 5th? Organized time no, it's December 8th. It's like a mid-season December uh, 8th. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because... Cause... What? We, when we come oh. back for break... Oh, the last time we'll see... We'll see... <laughs> no! We'll come back. It's all kinds of wildness going on uh, here. Yeah, I was talking to my mom about that yesterday. And we're like, oh. No. So I'm, like, gonna, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to cry, but I'll just Probably be, will. like, emotional, like, shaking. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, before I cry already, because I'll get mm. to that later. Um, the Law and Order episode is called Only the Lonely. Yep. It rhymes. I like the rhyme thing today. Today. Um, it starts with like this guy and his lawyer entering, exiting this building, and this guy is like getting mad at his lawyer. And then the one, literally the only thing I remember from the conversation is, "Well, I'm not the one who decided to shag a twenty year old." And then next oh. thing we know, the lawyer ends up dead. Yeah. Um. Of Shaw and. Cosgrove are at the scene, and they find out the woman's name is Dana Clarkson, and she is a crisis counselor. Mm-hmm. So basically, like, men call her if they're in a crisis, and they're like, I need help. Um, they first think that the killer is the husband, or yeah. ex, sorry, ex-wife of the husband that she was defending in the first place um so sean cosgrove go to talk to her because they've like heard things about her and she immediately says why is the story of a crazy woman so compelling mm-hmm. which honestly good question why do we all find that so fascinating mm-hmm. i don't know if we should like to a certain extent maybe but to like obsess over it and be like hound a woman over it especially if like crazy to a certain group of people mm-hmm. might be like completely normal that type of thing yeah we were talking anyway. about in my english class my film studies class talking about uh the, the concept of the male gaze and how um <laughs> that's okay how um women are often particularly in media the thing that we look at and women and men are the thing that doing the looking and that's something that we get visual pleasure from when it comes to to media 
Yeah. It's a very um, smart article, but it's a good, interesting thing to read about. I have to remember what happened next because I think I zoned out. Hmm. I don't know what um, we were doing. I think we were writing or just texting. I think um, you were. I think I was thrown off. Oh, I remember what happened actually. <laughs> we can't talk about that yet because I don't, I want to, you remember that the video that we saw, that's when that came out. The oh, video? yeah. That's why yes, we can't remember. That's yeah. why we don't remember. No, we I remember, about- but like I didn't write any of it down. That's why we couldn't um, remember anything from the episode because we were on adrenaline for like the first 15 minutes. And I was just like, yeah, <gasps> we'll get to that. Okay. So like but the next we'll like, plot point was okay. like, yeah. I don't remember how they get to it. Um, no. Oh, they find out that Dana Clarkson had an ex who was possibly abusive. So they go to talk to him. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. You need to leave. Yada, yada, yada. Cosgrove and Shaw go to leave, and they find the possible murder weapon because Dana was strangled. They mm-hmm. find like a silk scarf in his trash. Um, they're like, "Why is it in your trash?" Um, well, we find out it's a gift from Grace Pollard, who is like a major lawyer mm-hmm. in New York. Um for sexual assault victims um and getting them justice um very very big figurehead in the times up movement and me actually no they said even before the times up and um me too movement there was grace pollard Mm -hmm. um so they saw and cosgrove are doing some more um investigating like talking to people who are connected to dana and grace um and they go to like this bar and they meet this guy who says um he was like a friend of dana's and he specifically mentions that he's gay that's important for later keep that in mind i don't remember the first time i forgot this whole thing even existed because i was so don't remember a thing (laughs) from this part that i was just like I don't know how I'm still remembering this band. Anyway, through some more investigation, they go to the uh, gay guy's house. Mm -hmm. And they find out that he's not who he says he is. Because he has all of Dana Clark's fake statements and multiple passports. Mm -hmm. Um, Cosgrove and Shaw are literally leaving his house as he's coming back with a woman. And as soon as he sees them, he literally takes the woman and starts running. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, the eventually like ditches the woman, and he runs into like this junkyard thing, and he nearly hits Cosgrove with a tire iron. Yeah, Shaw stops him, like puts a gun to him, and they arrest mm-hmm. him. Yep, I do remember. This is where I start remembering the first like fifteen minutes. Yeah. I was just like, oh. anyway, we'll talk about that when we get to eventually. We'll get to it. We'll get to it when we get to SVU and stuff. Okay. Um, so the next big thing, um, is Sam, Sam in arraignment. I will type mm-hmm. this out every time she is, although I think it might be ex- every week. Cause I think that's just what she does. Uh, we find out that this guy's eight aliases and nine dates birth. Um, and his mm-hmm. actual name is it's literally the, um, yeah, she's eight like aliases the person reading in the doc is literally like, 
reading out all of his aliases. He's like, she's like, aka this, aka this, aka that. Oh, and his actual name, so his actual name is Devin Miller. Um, he's apparently really rich because even with the bail, he immediately turns around and is like talking to like his wife or like his partner or whatever, and is like turns back around and like. Yeah, we can put up the bail. And Sam is literally just watching the whole time, like, what is going on? Um, so the next scene that we get is, like, a personal one, which I love. Um, it's um, Sam and Violet. So for those don't know who don't know Violet, it's the, like, the tech girl in the homicide unit. Um, um, Sam and Violet has conversation about mm-hmm. literally like the relationships. Um and Violet says she has a partner. Um my first thought was, yay, she has somebody, but also the word partner stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Makes me wonder mm-hmm. if they're finally gonna give us somebody that's queer. Yeah, we can only hope. Which they should. You know. They should they keep taking them away from us. Literally, different color. Taking them away from us or completely denying the fact that they are. Literally. Um. Yep. And Sam literally replies, "Lucky you," and I'm like, "Eh, maybe." Mm-hmm. Um. Sam's like, "I've tried to find somebody, but with my work and everything, it's hard." And I'm just like. No, I don't like seeing you sad. Um, Violet told her to do online dating and to put herself out there, which apparently is just everybody's go-to. Yeah, for like... Sam's now doing online dating. Velasco went to go do online dating. Everybody's just going to go do online dating. my camera back on. Um, Trying to fix my... Um, And then... Dixon walks in. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and it's literally like, oh, putting yourself out there. And then she starts telling the stories of how she met met okay. her husband. Mm-hmm. Or husbands, plural. We get more background. Yeah. Um, She f- met her first husband drunk, as everybody does, drunk at a biker bar. Mm-hmm. She met her second bar. one wow. through mutual friends. And now she's single. Um, so this is more information we got about Dixon. So we know she's been married twice and she has a son who's deaf. Yeah. Honestly, more info than I ever thought we'd get. So Yeah. Law and Order is not very good at giving characters who aren't main characters backstories. Well, but they're doing better. Now they're doing better. I need to know more about Shaw, because he's the one yeah. person we don't know a lot about. Yeah. Except the fact that he was gonna be a lawyer and then decided to become a cop. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're not horrible. Literally, first episode, they told us about Sam's sister, so. Um, yeah, they're doing that. All right. Some show, but sorry. That's, we'll get better, excuse me, better about that later. Anyway. What? No, anyway. Oh, I was mumbling what about, I said, unlike some show, they give us, gave us background information not that late into the show, but, you know, just saying. Oh yeah, that's being, that's um, being spiteful again. Okay. Um. So then it transitioned to Sam and Nolan in chambers. To which I immediately was like, oh, "They're in chambers together." 
Yeah. We talk about we talk about this every week about we're like, hey, you two, you should you should go on a date. Just saying, you know, just just just. Because. Wait, how is that connected to them being in chambers? I don't know. I just like That's to tell not, people that, yeah. like. I just like telling people, okay, you well, know, you gotta put it out there. Um, but now there. they're like actually like fully working on a case together. Mm-hmm. Like usually chamber scenes, it's just Nolan. Now they have mm-hmm. a scene where both of them are in it and they're both talking to the judge um, and arguing points and everything. Because at this point, Miller oh, yeah, he and wants to defend himself. You literally were like, I never, and like, where'd you get this from? Sam and Nolan are like, no, no, he can't do that. I forgot exactly what their argument is, but uh, it works. I forgot. And now he can defend himself. Um. So then we go to trial, and Nolan's like whole th- opening statement is basically Miller is a con man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got eight aliases and ninety. 90- of birth anything he says is not going to be b- believable that's his whole thing he tries to get you to believe the lies that he's telling he's a mm-hmm. con man mm-hmm. and miller right off the bat decides to stoop wants, low though yeah. you won't think it's low because the way he's he saying the, it he's like he oh he wants to look the sympathy card literally, yeah exactly sympathy card he looks right at price and he's like I'm not a big shot lawyer like Mr. Price. And I immediately went, excuse me, excuse no. me. We need to go talk now. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. pointed it out and I saw it. It was like the way Sam gave Miller a death glare. She was like, and I was like, oh, she was not taking that. I was like, oh. We're talking about the wrong person, sir. Yep, Sam was not gonna have it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says another thing, like basically, like how he didn't do this, how he loved Dana, etc., etc., etc. Um, and at the end, like Sam just scoffs because she's like, "This is ridiculous. This guy is an asshole." Um. So after opening statements, we'll call Shaw to the stand. No one's like, um, you can't do that. Why? Um, Miller claims that Shaw never gave him his Miranda rights when they were first talking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not when he was arrested. Because I'm pretty sure he gave it did, but yeah. when they were first talking at like the restaurant, when they yeah. didn't know who he was, um, mm-hmm. so the judge listening to both sides, and then eventually says that yes, Shaw has to go through an evidentiary hearing. Um, he's literally like, so Nolan's asking all these questions. No, sorry, no one asking questions. Everything seems okay. Miller goes up there and literally is asking Shaw all these questions about things that never happened. 
Like, I don't mm-hmm. remember exactly what they were, but they were so know, ridiculous. That up. I was like, when did this happen? I, was like, I know I wasn't paying attention the first 10 minutes, but you seem like they were... None of this happened. this ever happened. And that was literally Shaw's point. He's literally looking at the judge and he's like, none of this happened. And mm-hmm. that um, Shaw, like, even, even makes a point. He's like, when we first met you, you told us you were gay. Yeah, he told us a lot. They were like, uh, we didn't even know who you were, you know? He isn't. He isn't. Like, he is literally, like, he literally said in front of everybody that he was in love with Dana. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't kill her. Okay. You told us you were gay. Um, so does this? Hold like, on. Oh, sorry. My TV's on, and I looked up, and I was confused, because I was like, what episode is this? It's Chick Rolled at the Molin, and I was like, why is Elliot on here? Oh, feel the TV's right here, and I was like, huh? And that's like, never mind, sorry, ADHD brain. ADHD brain, I'm sorry. So, anyway, this judge, the judge, the judge stupidly buys the bullshit, Mm -hmm. which is literally the whole point of Miller's thing, that he's a con man that can get anybody to believe anything because he's got mm-hmm. the judge believing that Shaw did all of this bad stuff and didn't do anything so Shaw is no longer allowed to testify mm-hmm. and they're like crap we got nothing now or very little evidence left um through some more investigation um they find out that um, Miller has a connection to Grace Pollard. Mm-hmm. She is the only one who knows his whereabouts, the day of the murder, what happened the day of the murder, etc. Mm-hmm. Sam goes to talk to her, ask her to testify. Um, and Grace is like, "No, I can't. It will ruin my reputation." Um, and Sam starts with every survivor, every prosecutor owes you a debt of gratitude for giving them a voice for everything mm-hmm. that she did for the Time's Up movement and for survivors. Um, and Grace is like, yes, you're right. I get that. But we find out that she was in a relationship of some sort with Miller She's the one who bought him this silk scarf, a murder weapon. Um, she's the only one who could testify to give them mm-hmm. everything. Um, and she's like, everybody's going to see me as weak. And Sam was like, no, you were looking for a connection, companionship. That doesn't mean you're weak. That makes you human. To which I immediately thought, Ah, she gets that personally, and I need no, her so. to go get a companion now. Yeah, now we've been writing it ourselves. Yeah. We don't do it. Sorry. Yeah, literally. Um. So the next thing we get is that, like, so Grace is like, I'm so like, no, I'm not testifying. Mm-hmm. Um. The next thing we get is Jack, Nolan, and Sam talking about how Grace won't testify. They need her to, but she won't. Um, 
Yeah, we Sam watched this offers... clip before the. This is the clip we watched before the. Yeah. They, this was like the, the preview clip. So we but watched now it, it makes more the. sense. Um, Sam is like, no, we can just offer him a deal. Murder one, he goes to jail for fifteen years. Grace still has her reputation. Mm-hmm. And Nolan and Jack are like, no, that's not gonna work. Um, I forget if it was Nolan. I think it was Nolan. It was Nolan. Nolan she responded to. Yeah, it was like something about said something about her ego. She'll be fine, mm-hmm. and Sam immediately says, "Easy for you to say," and he replies back, "Excuse me," and then Sam turns around to face both men mm-hmm. and says, "Men bounce back from scandals, not women. You had no idea how hard she had to fight to to accomplish all she has. This will stain her and all she's." fought for it will be an excuse to not take all her causes seriously which is absolutely true it goes back to the, i guess the part where um the woman at the beginning of the episode says why do people take crazy women so seriously i mean mm-hmm. why do people find crazy women so compelling um mm-hmm. say there's a scandal there's a man and a woman they both have to eat, do an equal amount of crazy shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sam is absolutely right. The man will be able to move on. The woman will have to carry this with her the rest yeah. of her life, mm-hmm. which is annoying and should not be true. Um, it's even like kind of the same with rape cases. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, the man, oh, woe is the man. Oh, he wouldn't do this. Yeah. His reputation is ruined. And the woman is like, okay, what about my reputation? And then if like the man is found guilty, I mean, not guilty, he gets to move on. The woman still has to deal with all uh, possible comments, name calling, everybody thinking mm-hmm. she's a liar, etc. Sam's point goes to a lot of things in life for women. Yeah. Literally. Um, unfortunately, Jack does not get it. I mean, mm-hmm. you're old and white, fine, but still. Yeah. Um, Jack still says, "Okay, we still need Grace to testify." Mm-hmm. So, in other words, anything ever say? I think I'd like to think that Nolan listened to it. Yeah, Jack it just went over. Yeah, Jack's just old. He's just an um, old white man. So yeah, like I, I mentioned this already earlier, but yes, we do indeed find out that Pollard gave Miller mm. the scarf. Um, she's testifying. She's getting angry yeah. at Miller. She he says, is. "I oh, wish I would oh. have known who you really are when I was with you, not the horrible psych- sociopathic con man you are." Um, literally. And then Miller goes into this tirade of um, Pollard knew Dana was there, got jealous, mm-hmm. and then want to kill her. Mm-hmm. And the judge is like, um, do you have proof of this? No, we're going a little far. We're like, you're stretching the truth a little and far now. Yes, have tape. And Miller's like, yes, I have a tape. 
And Nolan's immediately like, um, John, or this goes against all the rules of, like, evidence discovery. And, you know, I get into it, this whole thing where the judge is like, everybody in my chambers, now. Mm-hmm. So, not just any tape. It's a sex And this is where we get angry Sam. And mm-hmm. she says, a sex tape? Are you serious? Like, Odela, Odela literally, like, kills it in this scene, goes for it, yes, angry. The scene was so um, good. The judges, for whatever reason, is like, okay, I still need to see this tape to see if it's going to be able to be used as evidence. Mm-hmm. So he plays the tape, um, and it's Miller taking charge. Mm-hmm. Um, telling Pollard what to do, mm-hmm. yeah. etc. Um, and I watched it, the scene again, like literally a few minutes before we started recording. Mm-hmm. And you can tell both Nolan and Sam are uncomfortable, but for completely different reasons. Sam, uncomfortable because she's angry. Mm-hmm. Nolan, uncomfortable because. he's uncomfortable he feels bad Mm -hmm. that he's watching this woman's sex tape Mm -hmm. like he doesn't want this for her Mm -hmm. um after so and then they show the tape and the tape is basically like dana comes to the door while they're literally in the middle of having sex and Mm -hmm. grace is like who is that Miller says it's my ex. Um, Grace says, well, then get her out of here. Um, that's the end of what we see on the tape. Um, Sam, again, livid. Mm-hmm. She says, this tape is a pretext to publicly shame a woman for being vulnerable, intimate, for, for trusting someone. And I had two theories about this. Mm-hmm. Besides the fact that she would literally just be angry about this in any situation. But two, it also makes me wonder if somebody has done something like this to her or tried to possibly Mm. but I also um, think um, the general anger is the best theory Um, 10 minutes and they judge for whatever reason decides the tape is exculpatory and it can be used as evidence and I'm like, this is awkward. Why would you want this? I'm what like, I was the like, hell? Like, oh why would there you was, actually? Uh, there this? was things on Twitter it's about literally so like survivors don't watch this. Yeah, I can get why they're saying that. Yeah, yeah. like they, the judges, they're like, yeah, the sex type is exculpatory. Okay. No, yeah. what the fuck? Literally, we're like, you can't just play that out there. Like that's that's horrible. Um. And, then they have to go tell Grace that it's being used. Um, Nolan, Nolan, um, I get you're trying to help, but he literally, like, the way you say it, you need, you need to do better, man. He literally yeah. said, oh, he can't play the whole tape. That's not she, enough. It doesn't really help. Shouldn't have been played at all. Enough. Yeah, it shouldn't have been played at all. But you know, men, as my friend would say. Like, 
better. Like we've been writing yeah. him recently where he's like understanding women. Honestly, yeah. we might have to change some things. It's not well, doing work. so great. Yeah, well, we get you to work on it, homie. Like, yeah, you need to work on it. Um, and then the woman literally looks at him and is like, "I'm half naked in that video, Mister yeah. Price. I let this man take charge of my body." Do you understand how that looks? And Nolan is like silent, like, oh, yeah, messed yeah. up. He's like, oh, oh no. Um, and Sam is like, you're human. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And she's um, like, and then Grace is like, even all the countless survivors I've helped and with her too it always comes down to one thing sex mm-hmm. and Sam says you can do this um I love that Sam kept trying to support her even if mm-hmm. you know it wasn't no one else, no one else in their man so brain. we go to the courtroom and he plays the entire video it, well not the entire video, the video entirety of the video that he is allowed to play. Yeah. And he's going on the fact that you were jealous that uh Dana was there. And so you went to go kill her. And Chris is like, no, you're this is absolutely wrong. And like she was getting uncomfortable. She was getting angry. Mm-hmm. Every Miller thinks he finally has it. Finally has this in the bag. Nolan goes to stand up and immediately grabs his arm and whispers in his ear and says i got this i was like oh i had a little freak out moment there i was like ah yeah we were ah, like oh here we go ah like imagine them doing that working together in the courtroom like a couple like yeah i mean like, we know what we want she's like i got this and we're like oh, i need it literally i need it i need, I need it, it. Oh yeah. wait, 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 wait. hold up! I just got an I just got an idea, and I need to text okay. it to you. Hold on. I always every time we think about this kind of stuff, I always send Callie that clip of that gif of SpongeBob where there where he's at Sandy's tree dome and the, for the first time he realizes there's no water, and he's like, "I need it! I need it! I need it!" I send that to Callie all the time. Those escalators is a game of hell. Just putting okay. that out there. Um. Oh, love that. Gotta do that. Sorry. You'll yeah, find we out do. Yeah, we eventually. Do. Gotta do that one. Okay. Um. So mm. Sam goes up and like, what Mr. Miller has done is sick, etc. So so much of a psychopath or whatever word she said is. Um. Oh, before that, back when they were still in chambers and they were telling, um. Grace, they had to use the video, and Sam's and Grace is like, "Do you understand how that looks?" Sam says, "It looks like a consensual act um, by a woman who wants to enjoy like intimacy or something like that." Mm-hmm. So, not necessarily the best time to say that, but it is kind of true because it, like, I don't know. Sam was trying to think of some way. To- show grace that she had nothing to be ashamed about Mm -hmm. the only one who should is miller for being asshole and using this tape in court 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of the big thing of Sam's questioning for Grace. Um, one point Grace says, I will not be demeaned for being a woman, for wanting to enjoy the full human experience. And I believe she got a lot of them from herself, but also with Sam's help. Yeah. And well, Sam's plan worked. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, I think Sam said, I mean, Grace says, I have everything to lose and nothing to gain. Yeah, because um, I think she'd ask, so why would, you, why would she get on the stand? She's like, I have everything to lose and nothing to gain. So why would she wouldn't make up anything if she, it doesn't like benefit her in any way? But, yeah. Well, it worked. Devin's found guilty. He's shocked. Do I care? Nope. Bye bye. Yeah. Um, I love a good case. And then I man. didn't come up with this conclusion until like the end of the episode where I'm just like, I was looking at Sam's outfit and they kept mentioning the Time's Up movement. And I was like, mm-hmm. I know the Time's Up movement has a signature color. Well, I Googled it just to confirm. And the Time Up's movement color is black. So I think it was very cool that they had Sam in all black in the courtroom the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, Sam and Nolan go to try to um, thank Grace for her help. Unfortunately, as she predicted, her reputation is kind of in the mud right now. She holds up a newspaper with a picture of her from the sex tape and it says tied up. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just livid, and Sam was mm-hmm. no longer like. Just it was was found, but at what cost? They need a drink. Mm-hmm. This time, Nolan asked Sam for a drink. Yeah, and no, it was like, oh my god, please say yes, please say no. I was no. literally like, no, we're gonna get really? the back. It's gonna get. We're going to get her saying, no, it's going to be a rain check again. It's going to be the opposite of when she asked him. Literally, no, we're like, this is the worse. same. No. It gets worse. Most it does. Well, for us anyway. She's slightly hesitant before she answers what she says. Because she's literally trying to, she's like, trying to figure out how to say it. She's like, I can't. I have a date. And then she kind of smiles a bit. And I was like, Shit! We're like, no, you're literally holes in our show. One conversation for her to go on an online dating, and she has a date. I mean, I guess how that's not online dating. And you can see Nolan is like slightly surprised. He's like, like, oh, and then he smiles and he's like, oh, he's like, have fun. Make sure he only has one. Make sure he only has one password Mm -hmm. to make the like analogy to earlier when they found all the guys' passwords. And then that's the end. And I was like, we were like, are you kidding me me right now? I literally, I'm pretty sure I screamed into my pillow. I was like, are you Mm. kidding me right now? Um, To my, to which me and Taryn both agreed, Nolan is right there. If you want to go on a date with somebody. He's right there. He's right there. No, no. Pretend whatever he was doing beforehand doesn't exist. But you know he's right. They were all no. We're at less yeah. than one minute. Oh no, oh, oh no. Was there, was- I made the point at the end of the episode that the French, their friendship is strong, 
But it needs to be friends to lovers or I will riot. Because they are sure. making the basis for it. They just need to do it. Yeah, we're not trying to be like Barson. I mean, we love Barson, but literally they sat around that friend that friendship zone for like forever. And he's like brain check. They need to not do this here. You can't do this again. I can't go through that. Um sorry. Okay, so quickly no, sorry. next week this, seems yeah. like a big cake. The zoom is about to go boom, so don't it's about we'll, like we'll, the Zoom is at less than one minute, so uh, don't do a full thought yet. It may be go, go boom before you finish. So we got to let it go boom. Okay, back to what we were saying. Here we go. All we're right. Back. So next week is pretty big. Yep. I watched so, the oh. promo again at night on Backstreet, and it literally starts with no one saying, I think the Army fabricated a report to, hold up. To prove murder. In other yeah. words, a murder didn't happen, but the army fabricated a report to make it look like it wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Um, then there's the like this issue of a file that literally had like the report, the file, everything they need on. Mm-hmm. And Nolan is like, no, I don't want to use it. No. And Jack mm-hmm. is like, no, you have to. And literally, the end of the promo. Hold on, your your the internet's a little, promo, little, little, little choppy. Nolan looks at Jack. Me? Yeah, your internet's a little choppy there. So I don't know what you said. <laughs> internet, be better. I don't like this camera. Okay, let's try this again. So at the end of the promo, I'm telling you, it's going to be so... I changed my internet. It shouldn't be unstable. Work with me. Anyway. Laps the um, laptop. No one could see that except for me. Kelly taps the laptop aggressively. <laughs> work with me. She's like, work. Um, anyway, at the end of the promo, this scene is going to be awesome. Ooh, um, it was. I haven't watched it a minute. No one is like, I don't want to use this report. I don't want to use this file. And Jack is like, you need to. And Nolan looks at Jack and like his like scoffs a little and he's like, "Are you pulling rank, Jack?" And I said, "Oh, oh, oh, oh. We're, gonna get, literally- we're gonna get Hugh Dancy. We're gonna girl. We're gonna get Hugh. Dan- Sorry, Bestie. We're gonna get Hugh Dancy yelling at Sam Waterston. And I said, "Oh, that's gonna be awesome." Yeah, the episodes literally call it chain of command. We're like, oh, it makes sense. Not some now obscure title. Well, how this is how this is gonna turn out? How's Sam it... gonna side with? Exactly that. And how is this gonna turn out? I mean, they kind of they're like, I'm not following the rules. Sam because... side with. She loves them both. And it's I can't. Anyway, it's gonna be pretty good. Okay, what do you give the Law and Order episode? Four. Yeah, agreed. Man. Um, okay. Well, since we don't really give any, we usually don't give anything under like three unless it's like actually terrible. Okay. Um, SVU. Only one episode we wrote it. I feel like one episode of Organized Crime that was horrible. And we'd be like, this has like a. Yeah. We were just like, this is boring. I am. Just, um, SVU, here we go. Right. SVU, Dead Ball. Yes. Um, so we start like- out. 
the episode. This episode was better than I thought it was going to be. That's be kind of boring, but then it ended up kind of being good. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we started this episode with uh the soccer star. Sorry, soccer mm-hmm. football. Football. Okay, uh, if you're in another what country, because some of you guys it. are. Yeah, because some some people listen from a different country. And actually, literally, our, our like, like, we'll show statistics. Later, but... Yeah, people in our show, show yeah, statistics we'll are outside it. of the country as well. So like we mean Ooh, cool. we mean like football, not like soccer football, but not like American football. Just to clarify what we mean. Because some people they listen to our show outside of like, the U.S., so we're clarifying for you. They literally have an entire conversation about it later, which we will yes, get yes. to because I love yeah. it. Uh, so we started the episode where this with the football. I don't have an accent. Sorry, y'all. Football, football star, mm-hmm. Paulo, like going to get an interview mm-hmm. at this moment, and he is immediately cocky. Trying to literally her. i was like this guy's You're an asshole cool. already i was like that that already um and she's like trying to ask him all these questions about sports and he's like okay cool you guys my he's looking at his like his bodyguard and his like partner or like mm-hmm. manager and he's like you guys can go and I'm like oh no he's in the room alone with a woman uh mm-hmm. They get in this conversation of how apparently, so her name is Nellie, um, and, and they get in this conversation about like London and everything. And Nellie's like, "You don't remember me, do you?" Um, we find out that they met eight years ago. She was a mm-hmm. fan. Um, that's kind of the information that they gave us at that point. We do get more yeah. information later, but mm-hmm. the next s- scene we get is. Nellie rushing out of the room, like fixing mm-hmm. her clothes, um, trying to get out of there fast as possible. Paulo's mm-hmm. like, "What is going on?" Yeah, and he we thinks, see like he's his... like, "Why is she like upset and stuff?" He's like confused about yeah. why this happened for some reason. Um, then we see his manager like standing guard. Yeah. Um, he told his manager also get to in... leave earlier in that scene. Yeah. So there was nobody to, no witnesses to any of this. And then we also get a fun little just background piece, mm-hmm. just tiny, tiny piece, but it, we get more on it later. Velasco is at a bar watching yeah. a game with yeah. Paulo in it. Yeah, like it's um, like a like a bunch of people are at the bar. He's by him. Like he's like focused. Like no one is yeah. around. Like there's people. Like, other he's people like having like, like other people are having like a great. Like he's like focused on the TV watching. The other people are like he's you know like drinking and drinking. He's focused on this TV. I was like yeah. man. He, but when everybody cheers, like he cheers too, and he's like yeah. And I'm just like, like why yeah. are you alone? It makes me sad. Sad. Sorry, we, I don't we, want him alone. I got an idea. Hold on. Keep going. Um, we 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 know who we know he who, blah, blah, we know Sorry. who he would bring to the bar to watch the game with with, and then she, he would teach her all about the game because she wouldn't fully get it. And yeah, please tell me you're catching my drift. Yeah, that's what I was typing. You, I was typing an idea. Are you texting Sorry, me? Continuing. Yes, I'm texting. I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. Okay, you text. I'll keep talking. Yeah, yeah keep talking. Um, Sorry. We talk out loud. So we after get the opening, we get yeah, literally. Uh, after the opening, we get Nellie going to the SVU precinct. Um, 
to speak with Amanda and Aluya. Um, she's telling them that, well, first, apparently, like, Paulo is that big that even Olivia knows who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and she mentions that in London, eight years ago, he sexually assaulted and raped her. Mm-hmm. Um, she was only a fan back then. Um, then she like pulls out her phone and she recorded the interview. Um, and it's like literally her being like, "Stop, get off me," etc. And Paulo's like, literally just trying to hit on her and everything. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, where's the steps? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's funny because I saw Taryn's idea, y'all. That's yeah. why I'm screaming. Yeah. No, no, because what was I gonna say? No, so, like, look, sometimes when you like type things, I know, but then you say them out. I was like, when you do that, the sound you make, you type that to me. So I was like, this is what it actually sounds like when you, when you type yeah, it to me. Yeah, I occasionally type it to you. Yeah, you do. We get excited about it. Oh my stuff. God. But yeah, sometimes I, I just get ideas. I can picture sometimes it. I can picture it. Okay. You do. It's real cute. Sorry. Anyway. We'll, we'll think. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. Um. Yes, I think. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I forgot who so, says this line, but they're they're talking about the game. It's to them everyone. Everyone is either an employee. It's, it's Nelly. Yeah. To them, everyone is either it's an Nelly, employee. She's talking or, about like how. He, yeah, because she's talking to Olivia. Rich uh, Amanda, I think. And she's oh, like, to, to like rich people too. About rich people to them, everyone's either an employee or a possession. Yep. Um. Then we get the opening. You're the one who pointed this out because I yeah, wasn't paying attention. I, I, I happened um, to be looking this time because a lot of time that paying attention. This time I was, and I said Molly oh. is in the is in the opening credits now. Six um, episodes later. She's but sorry. Next to Finn. In the in the picture, like she's in the um, front next to Finn, but like you have to like. Although it seems kind of I I. It's a little awkward yeah. because it's most of the time they're all looking Obviously, we know that the... Usually, they're all in, like, a line. We obviously know that the spot... Yeah. We obviously know the spot that she's going to be in is probably going to change. She's still <laughs> more in the... I think um, she's really short. So right I now, like, she's next to like, Finn, and it seems like she's kind of out of place. Yeah. So that's a really I don't small know if it was the I camera think. angle or what. And whoever took this picture wasn't that great. Like they were like, oh, we guess we're um, in the credits. Sticks your it is, It's kind of awkward placing. Because usually okay. they're all in a line. Um, so this time she's kind of more like in front of them. Because I guess because she's kind of short. But uh I don't know what they were doing with that picture, but yeah. And then we get back to the precinct, the back to the show, the precinct. Mm-hmm. Um I forget how the conversation started, but they're talking about Paolo. And Velasco's like saying all the stuff about him, and Monsi looks at him and she's like, "Oh, so you're a soccer fan?" And he's like, "No, I'm a football fan." And that's yeah, where we get this entire conversation. But she's like, "Yeah, no, I'm good with like American football." And Velasco's like, "You watch that type thing?" And I'm sitting there like, "This is hilarious to me." It is. so. I absolutely funny. love American football. You do. But um. In America, soccer 
that everybody everywhere else football is also pretty cool but i just thought it was funny that they're having this entire conversation and it's like no this is the superior football yeah, um like, listen you lay it down i think velasco's like you literally just want to watch like people like he does. Kitty, he does something like, about like, people get concussions. Uh, like, people he mentioned something about like a traumatic. Okay, a traumatic brain injury. Brain injury. It's like oh, it's like that you're like, man. It's like oh, damn. It's like oh, it's a funny conversation. Wow. All right. Um, that's what I do love about like Muncie is that she brings these really comedic moments to the show. Like you're so funny. Absolutely. She's got some funny one liners. Never forget the vending machine. Um, I'm sorry. That's still the fun. My favorite still the vending machine. It's <laughs> yeah. They, it, they, they ate my money. <laughs> oh, I could get it was the cashews. Olivia's like, all right, I'm just going to get this out of there for you. Like, oh, I could get cashews? It's like, bro. <laughs> sorry. That's a, that's a If I was there, this. I'd be like. So y'all was doing if I was there, I'd be like. They're supposed to do this all Captain, the time. I'd be like, like, if I was there, I'd be like, probably broke enough. My boss just stuck her hand in the vending machine. No need to figure out something to do with her and our resistance. Because I still don't yeah. have anything. Yeah. We need to figure we, out that because we yeah. do like We her. started this story like um, six months ago, so she was non-existent when we started writing this. But, yeah. you know, it's okay. We'll figure it out. Uh, we need to we always it. do. We'll think about it. We will. We'll Eventually. We need something. Yeah. We're almost at break. Maybe. Sorry. Think about it. Anyway, ah, anyway, um, oh, I might have an idea. Hold up. Okay, so back to what we were saying. They they had the conversation. Oh, uh, I don't know. Who is it? I think there's, um, I don't know who said, I what context is, I think it's about, uh, about, about Paulo and he says I think he says this and Olivia responds. Oh no, because he was doing it he was literally they like they're talking and then they find out Paulo's doing a podcast at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like yeah. And then like, he's literally talking about mm-hmm. Nelly and his report. Interesting thought there. Mm-hmm. We'll hold on to that. I'll answer okay, that. Okay, it's all I got right now. I had to <laughs> you answer, yeah, you answer that okay. soon. I'll go think about that. Because we know what the other okay. We know what the other option is, Bestie, and it's not going so great right now. Oh, you're right. You're um, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. He's on the podcast and he says, again, they asked him about their relationship with Nelly because it came out. Like, I think he got like some kind of way that she told. And then he's like, she was a little, a little too local for my taste, so I ended it. And then Olivia's like, oh, sure you did. When she's watching it, he goes, oh, sure you did. Um, so the podcast is out. He's literally trash talking her. They literally need to go talk to her to see if she's still going to press charges. She says she can't. Because we find out that Paolo got Nelly pregnant and she has a son back home. Um, mm-hmm. And he's threatening to sue We haven't made it clear. Nelly's from Russia. England. I forgot we mentioned that part. N- Nelly lives in, in England. I don't know if we made yeah. that clear or not, but she's not from the United States. She's just working. Yeah. She's just working so, in New York. That's clear set up. So you guys kind of understand why, why it matters. Yeah. And she's like, I can't lose my son. And Olivia is afterward, like, when she's telling the, um, the squad, she's like, I totally get it. Like, I'm a single mom. I don't know what I... Also, she almost lost custody of Noah, too, Mm -hmm. back Mm -hmm. in, like, season 
17, 18. So a couple times. No, Actually, sorry, a couple 16, times. 17. Yeah, it's a couple times. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, a couple times. Yeah, really. It's been a lot. Anyway, she gets it. Um mm-hmm. so then when they have to go do more research and or investigating, see how else they can get um Paulo. They find out he was married for two years. Mm-hmm. Um until he paid his wife ten million dollars to divorce him. Because yeah. he can do that. Um, and then we get this fun scene with um Finn and Muncie. Um to which point they literally like arrive at the, the mansion of his ex and yeah. Muncie looks at the mansion, and she's like, Two years of marriage got her this? I gotta get back on the dating apps. <laughs> which is hilarious. Finn says something else, but I don't remember. Uh, um, so they go talk to the ex, and she's literally this like, is a "Yeah, big he house, paid by me." The way. I don't know if you guys real have seen the episode, but this house mansion is it like Buku kind of rich. He so. literally, yeah, we he paid me to divorce him, and I was like, "She's like, yeah, I took the money, a lot of money, worth it." Um, Muncie goes to talk to the mom mm-hmm. um asking if they've got anything they can use and we find out that um his ex simone fired a like yoga instructor because yeah. he saw paulo on top of her doing god knows what yeah, um it wasn't a good time. and the mom says his mouth is smiling but his eyes were already planning i was like ooh, that's a good line um, then we get Finn going to speak to, like, this county clerk or something. Her name yeah. is Rhonda. Apparently, he knows her. Um, brings her food and everything to get her help with the case. Um, because they're trying to figure out, like, if... If there's any the girl information. This is like a... Press like charges. A, yeah, if anybody pressed charges about And we find thing. out that... The person who pressed charges wasn't Simone, it was Paulo. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, the person um the yoga teacher didn't press charges against Simone, it was against Paulo. Um and then we get this cool shot of Finn going back to Olivia and literally slamming this box down her desk and you mm-hmm. could see her like glasses looking up at Finn and she's like, What oh. is this? Yeah, and because the well, shot Finn is taken said- from a lower angle. So you see like the like him putting the box. I was like, This is a cool shot. It was. And we find out Paulo had been sued 12 times for sexual assault in civil cases. 12? Yeah, that was like 12 times. times. That's a, I was like, damn, 12 times. Um, or, I was answering what you said, so. Uh, yeah, I'll read it oh, in a yeah. minute after I finish okay. my plot. Um, so they go talk to all the um women who pressed charges. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, all of them have signed NDAs. Yeah. So they can't do anything about it. Uh, then we get the scene of Ma- uh, McGrath literally just mm-hmm. walks in and he's like, mm-hmm. like uh, gotta go, bye. <laughs> so he's super shit because like the deputy commissioner or whatever is on the phone with him at 2am unhappy about the case. I said, because he, he said apparently that 
um, they've got complaints yeah, from the, the SU women that they talked to. SU was harassing them and talking to them multiple times when they didn't. Yeah. Which I have no idea where this came from. They literally made that up because there's really there's no proof of that in the episode. It. From what we could see as the viewers, there's no proof of that. They made there's no proof of that. We don't know where this came from. They didn't tell us. That was just it. Just came like, up. Um. He's like, oh, they had me up at two a.m. Yeah, and I was like, 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 that happened. Okay, sorry. So they get your beauty sleep, McGrath. Calm down. Literally, chill. Um. So then, making jokes on McGrath. Oh, and then McGrath is like, if this happens again, I will be the call. You'll be the one on the phone at two a.m. And I was like, okay. Then this happened. What the heck? Um, calm yourself down sir so they go olivia and mcgrath go and talk to um to paulo and his his lawyer yeah um and they're like um olivia's like or somebody's like this is standard talking to victims to get leads paulo's like doesn't just standard to me holding her calm just like Claims that you badgered the victims. Um, uh, they go to leave, and then Paolo says something, and Olivia turns right back around, and she's like, "If you didn't do anything wrong, then why not?" He says their investigation is like doesn't make any sort of sense, or why do they need to go to the investigation? And then he says something about like mosquitoes, and now he's like, "If they're mosquitoes, I swat them away." Yada yada yada. Olivia says something else, and then uh, McGrath is like captain, and he com- she completely ignores him and keeps going. And I was like, "You go," because she at the end her last thing she says is, "Sooner or later, I will find something." And then we transition to another Velasco and Muncie scene. Um, they're on a stakeout, and this part is hilarious to me, um, because Muncie is literally just sitting in the seat eating Cheetos, and Velasco's like, how do you eat that junk? Do you know how processed that stuff is? And I'm like, okay. I'm very curious what Velasco's eating on a daily basis now. Like, is he like some health nut? Like, I need I need to know. Uh, and Velasco, and then Muncie says, oh, I'm sorry, the vending machine was out of kale. Hilarious. Um, then they see um another woman going to meet with Paolo, giving Hello? him money. Can we find out? Can you hear me? Oh. That woman. Huh? Can you hear me? You went off for like your mouth fault. Hold on, I thought the mic wasn't on, so I, you were just talking, and I was trying to say something. Hello? Oh my, this is the word. Why is this not working? This is the word. Do write a pen, will not recommend. Hello. Hold on. Still kind of muffled. Hold on, one sec. Let me look for a part real quick. Hold on. I think this is it. I'm looking for no. Looking for a part. Let me just go into mission. I'm going to try to find this part because Tyler can't hear me. 
and she was going on for like 10 minutes and didn't know I was talking. Where did I put that? I thought I had it in my book. Where did I put my Oh, where did this Hold on. Listen for a part. Pause. Sorry, podcast people were listening. Karen is looking for a part to make her life work. Yes, I'm just going to keep doing the Jeopardy theme song until she's ready. You still Alright, I guess I'll keep talking. Um So we find out that the woman that Paulo gives his money to is his his like manager's wife. Um mm-hmm. so Velasco not Velasco, sorry. Finn and Amanda go to her house and they're like, um, we need to talk about it. They show her the pictures of her giving the money. She's like, I'm not gonna talk to you. Um, and then out walks out his daughter. Her daughter. She's sixteen. Um And they think they go back to the precinct, and um, Amanda, being the genius that she is, looks into the money. Um, we find out a whole bunch of money has been taken out of Paulo's account and given to the um, his manager's family. Um, not for the wife, but for the daughter. And then we get a um. A little bit of a Muncie undercover scene. There are people who didn't like this scene. I thought it was good. Karen, are you like packing? <laughs> no. I'm trying to fix the microphone, and I'm looking for um, another adapter, but I can't find it. And what did you? What, what did you yeah. think of the the Muncie undercover scene? I love that scene. It's hilarious. I was going to say earlier, yeah. but you didn't hear me because I don't know why the mic was not working. Um, you did hear me earlier when I said Yeah, there are some people who didn't like it. I oh, thought it was hilarious. I um, had a joke. This. Oh, wasn't this the episode such... where Olivia was like, do you think I'm afraid of you? And I was like, oh, 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 queen. Oh, yeah. This episode? It's yeah. such a contrast to how Muxy usually is. Yes. She's usually Looking like... Fangirl. Looking for this. It gives off very, like, I don't know that we can technically use this word anymore or not. She gives off very, like, tomboy vibes. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. this scene, she's acting all preppy and stuff. And I was like, this is hysterical. Um, she goes up to the daughter. She's like, Anna, right? I see your, I saw your Instagram. She's all, like, mm-hmm. peppy and light and everything. Um, Hold on. Yeah. One sec. I got another oh. idea. Hold on. Yeah, my microphone has decided to be stupid and not be functional. So I don't remember where I put that other. I had a single. I have junk everywhere. This is a file. Maybe if I clean my room, I wouldn't know where this was. 
But I don't remember where I put it. I have like a reverse. This is not the one I need. I have the opposite of that. I need to, I have an HD, I'm going to C port to a okay. HDMI, not HDMI, C port. Okay. Um, so she's like, oh, I saw all your pictures of Paulo on Instagram. Why don't you, why don't you, um, post about him anymore? Because the squad, if I know that it's like, um, she posted about him for a really long time and all of a sudden it just stopped. Um, and so Anna's like, oh, I'm not allowed to post about him anymore. Um, they're like, why? And so we find out that Anna... And Paolo hooked up when she was 16. And Muncie's like, okay. So, yeah, hook, line, sinker, whatever preppy Muncie worked, they got all the information they needed. Um, then they have Velasco and Amanda go to tell the dad. Mm-hmm. And at first, he didn't believe them. Um, and Velasco, like, reveals he's no longer a fan of Apollo. They show him the pictures. Um, They tell him things. And the dad is visibly upset. He's like, my, like, he did this to my, my little girl. And Amanda says, do you think your daughter would be off limits to a man who doesn't have any? And then, so we get um his manager, which I, we, I didn't remember his name until later in the episode. His name is Antonio. So they have him wear a wire to go talk to Paolo. Um, Hello. About all the women. Is the mic working? Been yes. Mic- I didn't do anything. I just plugged it back in. It works. Anyway, we're going to not touch anything. Um, <laughs> Paolo. Sorry, y'all. Talks if you're wondering why I hadn't said anything in like five minutes, it's because I've been digging around for another. I have another adapter that's just a, a single H, not HDMI, because MacBooks, you know, only have C ports. So to have the mic plugged in, I have a C adapter that has like three, five million little dongles on it, and it decides it doesn't want to work sometimes. Okay. So um, you don't need it all up. Sorry. So then, Podcast technical difficulties are over. Hello. I had a joke, but I forgot uh, what, what the down ten minutes again. Hello. I was gonna say thing about while, uh, while, while, while we're not saying about the Cheetos scene. I thought the Cheetos scene was hilarious because for one, for one, we all know those are Cheetos because you know they can't show the real brand on TV because you know they gotta pay them to show that. I was like, there's some Cheetos. And then I was like, didn't she say she liked hot Cheetos at the beginning? And I was like, no, she's eating some hot Cheetos. I think you're right. Um, I think the first when she's getting the vending machine, she wanted the hot Cheetos, I think. And then she couldn't get the hot Cheetos. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Okay, back to the scene at hand. Sorry. So Antonio's wearing Triple a wire um, to get mm-hmm. Paulo to confess. We find out Paulo, Paulo uses this analogy. He talks about clicks on a safe. Yeah. Uh, and he compares it to like challenges for a woman. So he's like, I made one click, a masseuse, two clicks. A reporter, three clicks, etc. Um, and Antonio's like, How many clicks is my daughter? Mm-hmm. Paulo's like, What? Um, we dig more and more into it. Antonio is furious, and Paulo's excuses, she wanted to have sex more than I did. 
And Antonio was like, she's 16. Also, she wanted to have sex more than I did. Olivia's like, all right, that's a confession. Yeah. Um, Lock him up. Come on, let's do it. So before the squad can go in, um, Antonio literally like is like trying to attack Paulo. Paulo's got him on a chokehold or like a, mm-hmm. a hold. He lets yeah. go and Antonio. We think it's over. Antonio comes back into the room with a gun and shoots at Paulo. I thought he was dead, he, honestly. Well, I was so like, oh shit, he's going to be dead. You have a hole in your heart that you fill with fame, money, woman. I hope it grows larger. We hear a shot. This squad runs it's, into it's action. A, it's a commercial. It's a commercial there. So we thought he was dead. I was like, man, he's dead. Oh yeah. The squad <laughs> comes back. Um, he just shot at him. Oh, Paulo's well. fine. Um, this police and then Paulo's like, arrest him. He just shot at me. And Velasco will arrest Paulo instead. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, you're arrest under arrest for having like sex with a minor, etc. Um. And Paulo's just like, how? And Antonio lifts up his shirt and shows the wire. Um, and he's like, remember, it was because of me. I did it. Mm-hmm. And so he's taken out. And then Olivia's, or Olivia or Amanda, either way, is like, how did you know he had a gun? Well, Antonio hid the gun away for Paulo. It's oh, Amanda. I missed a big part of so a big thing is Antonio was getting furious because Antonio was the one who hid all the bad things that Paulo has done over the years. Like he was the reason, like Yeah. Nobody knew about what he did to the woman because Antonio was yeah. pushing it all away yeah. and getting it taken mm-hmm. care of. I don't know if he mentioned that part, and but like his, he's done this he's multiple like, times. And his, yeah. And he's like, and, like, and your thanks is going to my daughter? Yeah. Um, he's like, taking the money out of his personal, take, making sure like, the money, he's taking money out of his personal account to put in like the company, the business account to, yeah. to give to these women to cover this up. Yeah. Um, and then we get um, like Olivia's talking to Paulo like in the thing, um, the um, um, interrogation room like interrogating him about like what he did um they're like um she's six literally the big point is she's 16 um and olivia's like i can't swat that away can you um oh i think i think somebody made an analogy of like in prison people love people who have gone after a 16 year old yeah and then she's like swat that away can you no, um, like, then we get a scene at the end of the episode which i kind of love i like this scene it's cute um, it's very funny um it's between um the muncie the muncie and velasco again um then muncie's like i'm sorry it's hard to see your heroes turn into villains and velasco's like he was always a villain mm-hmm Oh my god, this is how much I was um getting the things confused. So um before Muncie leaves, Velasco's wait, I got something for you, and pulls out a soccer ball out mm-hmm. of his bag and yeah. 
Um, they were just packing up to go home for the night, you know. Takes it, o- takes f- it over so- to her. I wrote on the dock, Valencia. I mean, I wrote on the dock, Velasco gets Muncie of football. Yeah. Ron football. <laughs> yeah. I meant to write soccer ball. So he gets yeah, her soccer a- ball and kicks it over to her. And he says, so you can learn how to kick before you crap on my national pastime. Yeah. Which I thought was hilarious. And then she throws it back at him, causing him to stumble a bit. And I wrote, because everybody else is going to say, this is not true, but sorry. Um, brother, sister vibes. I'm sorry. They do. They're not not romantic at all. They're they're brother, sister for sure. They're hilariously brother Um, and sister. I texted, just texted Terry this, and I'm going on it until they say it, that my current headcanon right now is that Muncie is a lesbian It'll be true. And that hair and um I mean the they probably will just prove like that because you know friend. this show is not good at not always great at their diversity. No, they're not. Um uh, I'm going to stick with that until they disprove me. But mm. honestly, this is brother sister vibes. Be. I see yeah. nothing romantic. Yeah, not romantic. Sorry, I'm clicking on um, stop. Uh then we get the last scene of Olivia is having a conversation with Anna of how he's going Paul's going to prison. Um and Anna's like, I wanted to have sex with him. What is the problem? And Olivia has this whole conversation about how she's like, uh, Anna's like, I doesn't re- didn't fully know what she wanted at 17. Olivia's like, I didn't know what I wanted at 17 either because she's mm. been there. Um, kind of calling back on the fact that she too was groomed yeah. by an older man at Anna's age. So I'm glad that um, Olivia is finally like saying something about you know Burton again yeah. to this girl. Yeah, um, I'm surprised that did that went past went by people without like it becoming a shit show. Oh, you know, didn't always it did fully, you know. No, I I don't look um, at my timeline very much, but like I'm surprised yeah. more like Burton anyways. Yeah, so there was that, and that's the end of the episode. And then next week is going to be really interesting. Um, next week we have a serial killer targeting transgender people. Yeah. And yep. you can hear, and I don't know exactly how this becomes Amanda's case, but mm-hmm. you can hear in the background that she's getting very invested in it and very. Mm-hmm. They showed a lot of shots of her in the trailer. Which makes sense because in the episode. Like the summary, I believe, is like a detective's child is killed, and then Amanda gets an op, like an opportunity for something. Yeah. Um. Either way, they haven't had a um. They last time they've had a case with transgender people since season nineteen, where they did like not a, do such a great job. I thought there was an. I was thinking. And they literally went online and were like, "There was another one." I was thinking about the one. Uh, the longest out of rain. Well, there's like those three cases, and with like Lakira, and Lakira. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Lakira is trans. Okay, uh, yeah. Season nineteen, she, they were like, we didn't do so great, so they yeah, came back. They redeemed like, themselves. Because it's like but that still, part, and then there's another part where they solve all the cases. But yeah, how they yeah, handle it's it. It's going to be interesting. How since then and like all the issues going on in the world right now how this case is going to be and how the squad is going to be better at handling Whoops. things also Postgraduate we, got two new cast members. we got two new cast members who we don't know what their thoughts are 
on the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting in how they deal with the case. Um, and it's going to be interesting how Amanda does it because Amanda's from the South. Yeah. Do I think that means she's going to be horrible at this? No. She's the one who taught Carisi about um, all kinds of all kinds of about things. this stuff. Um so it's just going to be very interesting how this is handled mm-hmm. by a bunch back of to work. Here we go. Okay, back to what okay. you were saying. So I got cut off last time, so but as I was saying, it will be interesting to see how a squad of as far as we know cis people yeah, handle a case like this. Yep. It'll be interesting and that's like I'm looking forward to that. Maybe that, I'll probably that'll be one I have to watch by myself. I'm not watching that at home. But anyway, uh, okay. Also, I have something to say. Um, mm, rate the episode and then. Stars, do you give this episode? Four. It was better at first. I thought it was gonna be boring. Like if like I was like, this episode may not be that good, and then it actually ended up being kind of good. Turn I your genius. I just read yeah. your idea. Genius. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that like it's a good episode. At first, it was a little, I was like, it's gonna be about sports. It'd be kind of boring because I'm not a sports person, honestly. But uh, but then I, I kind of like this episode. You know, I vibe with it. What do you think about this episode? I also say I say three and a half. It wasn't my yeah. favorite, but it was still. Yeah. Cool. it's not my favorite, but it's all this this season. None of them have been a letdown so far. None of them have been like the first. Okay, the first one maybe. Okay, the crossover kind of trash. After that, we were kind of smooth sailing after that. I was like, the first one, eh. Okay, so last week we mentioned, we want to, we'll talk about the thing that we talked about last week, but we didn't mention anything about it because- uh, Oh yeah, that thing. The one, the one I was like trying so, okay, to say, well, you were like- The no. thing, because it came out. <laughs> okay, so first of all, if you don't want to know about this thing, because this thing is kind of a spoiler, uh, I will timestamp it eventually. When I put when I put this in the recording, I'll timestamp it. I'd be like, if you don't want to talk, hear this part because it's a major spoiler, it, the timestamp will be up eventually somewhere. I don't know where. It might be around. I don't know. I'll do it in the editing. You'll, you'll, you'll skip that part. You'll skip about to that point in the video. Well, I'll put it. It'll probably be like right here. If you don't want to hear this part, uh, go to this part of the video. This timestamp that'll be right here eventually when I put it there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You seen people, I've put it in editing. If you don't want to hear this, yeah, part, I've seen it. Okay, um, we'll be right here. Okay, right there. So there are pictures that came out, pictures and video. It, yeah, it came, out, came out last week before we recorded. So like we were like, should we talk about this? Yeah. And I was like, no, not until we get like a better, clear picture uh, before sweet. we talk about this. Find major spoilers. This is your final episode. warning. This is your final warning. Yeah. This is a major spoiler. Okay, bye. Sorry, I had to make sure we put that out there for sure. Okay. Continue. So this is. Uh, all for the episode twenty three ten jumped yeah. in. It's January. It won't be um, January fifth. So this is what we're saying. This is a major spoiler. We got to the uh first. We got behind the scenes photos of the cast filming. So we got seen its pictures of Finn, Olivia, um, and Noah. And, no, the first no the first video isn't that. The first one is them walking down the street, and it's Finn, Muncie, Velasco, and Olivia, and then it's those pictures. That was the the Um, first one. Anyway, the key thing that you need to know from all those pictures is that Olivia has a black eye. Yeah. It's a real bad. 
it's bad like it's per it's literally like right under her eye it's black it's purple, it's purple. like it's a spot yeah it's like big. this yeah yeah massive um, like, we were like uh um so we're like oh my god she has a black eye what happened yeah we made up it's some stuff worse in our heads. than just a black eye yeah because we were making worse. up because because we, we were making up some stuff in our heads which we might we're gonna make right fix out of both these ideas probably so we won't tell you what they were so we kind of had ideas for both either direction but we write these fix you'll know what we mean but yeah so then the pictures then the, the behind pictures, the scenes video, no, the video came the out. video wasn't next the, video, the next was not yet. Not the next the thing that came out was the pictures of Noah and Olivia. Olivia, Noah, and Finn were the, the pictures. That was the next thing that came out. Oh, yeah. Like, and uh. then Noah's looking at Olivia with her eye and is like asking her questions about it. And yeah, like, it, se- it assumes that there's no, you know, it's pictures. So we assume that because at first he looks really like shocked and then he kind of talks to her and he gives her like a hug. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. It's something. Which is going to be an awesome scene. It will be. Once we were talking edit. about that because I was like, listen, we're going to end up. We were like, we've done it in a fic, but not like that. But you know, we, we've done the same kind of dynamic in a fic. And they were like, bro, we're actually going to see it. We just stopped trying to predict the future. I need it, but I'm not ready this time. We keep predicting okay. things on okay. accident. Stop predicting shit. There's something we predicted in organized crime, kind of, that we'll get to later that I showed you today. I was like, holy shit. Okay. Yeah, um, I'll get to that. Anyway, then we get the behind the scenes video. Yeah. Which proves. <laughs> It's oh worse than just a black eye. Okay. Because we were okay, so we put it kind of, earlier in the episode. I was we were talking about how we were not picked in the first 20 minutes of uh the mothership because we were talking about this. Yeah. Okay, you can say it now. So Sorry, it's I a did, video I of Mariska filming a yeah. scene and she is on the ground. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. As two like male actors are pretending to stomp on her and yeah, kick like, her. And, um, and she's literally like like the one point in the video that's circulating twitter you can hear her like yell in pain and like marisha has a very um unique mm-hmm. like you uh, you know it's her her mm-hmm. yell in pain mm-hmm. um she had it when in the lewis episodes mm-hmm. and it's very similar to the one that she has in this video um, mm. she's so she's on the ground where these mm. guys are literally kicking her. Yeah. Um, I saw something online that said once people saw the video or like the pictures that she was holding her ribs, and yeah. it makes sense now because they're literally kicking her in the stomach. Yeah, they are. Um, it's, it's, it's and rough. yet, being really the badass that she is, yes, and I was like, this hers, wrapped on, is still on the ground points it up at them and yeah. he said put your hands up now you're under arrest that type of and thing and i was like uh, i was like man and you said you mentioned that the camera is going to be the low angle so we're literally going to get a close up on marishka's face yeah the camera the, the camera's like this way and to i was like Olivia, oh, we're, gonna, we're gonna be right there looking at it and i was like oh like, yeah so we're shit. literally gonna get an up close version of everything that's yeah, happening it's gonna be a rough time up-close, for her. up-close version of put your hands yeah. up mm. Like, um yeah, but like, also oh, um why why does exactly. olivia need to go through shit yeah i was like bro we can't, um, can't trauma not again that this scene isn't going be, to be awesome it's gonna be pretty bad why? Be well why again trauma um, can, 
has a theory of who sent these I people. Think, I think it was Lena Hess from the episode last week. Because, you know, last week, what was the episode called? I don't remember. Kind of just but, uh, what happened last week? What, whatever the episode was called last week. Anyway, what was the episode I, called last week? I don't even remember. I, I was, I was last week. Um, no, wrong. But it anyway. seems like. I could oh, be controlled right. burn. Controlled burn, yes. I feel like, okay, so this is my thoughts in my head. So, at the, you remember, like, at the end, when they're having that conversation about how, like, Olivia's, like, they're talking on the phone. The one they're talking on the phone, and she's talking about, like, you don't know, like, you're playing with fire. And, like, that conversation, I feel like at the end of the episode, maybe Olivia's maybe might still be digging a little too hard, because, you know, when did she ever give up on a case, you know? Some, they were like, oh... Yeah, maybe she. It could just be random. You never know. People, somebody like Olivia, I have like a, a cop feeling for like it's twenty-five like years. To like a different case. It could be. Olivia, did you have an idea for one? There's plenty. No. But, but it could be random. It could be literally could be random, or it could be some kind of case that we've forgotten about, or something. Who knows? But somebody has sent some people. Or you know, heard Olivia. Elliot does people- something stupid, and then it comes back <laughs> to about Olivia, and then like you know. Also be true. I've been running around saying that for a long time. Could also be yeah, because we said we've been waiting for that. This could be it. It could be that there was yeah. something else I had in my oh also in the video one of that like I know those guys were trying to they're going to like kill her actually I'm pretty certain because one of them had like a machete yeah, that one of them had a machete yeah like they were probably trying to kill her if, if she had it pulled her gun pointed yeah. yeah if she had had her gun they probably did. would have been real bad it's already bad but it probably would have been yeah. worse but you know. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. But time. also, it makes me worried because she's alone. Yeah, like, like is she literally at just night, walking literally, home when this happens? It was literally at night. We're it's, like, bro, what? What in the world? And also the fact that like, they had, these guys like, had to know what they were doing. So we know Olivia has some self defense training. Yeah, Olivia has yeah, some self defense training. So like we know Olivia could beat people up if she wanted to. So like they like to like had to like ambush her hard for her not yeah. to like be able to fight back and i'm like it's oh my god this gonna is gonna be, be in, it's gonna be intense it's gonna be scary be. it's going to and the part that it probably kind of annoys me the most is this will be after kelly leaves yeah so we don't get amanda supporting olivia and nope sad day we do get we know for sure we do know finn's gonna be supporting the luke finn oh, is in the, oh, finn's yeah. a lot I, of what i need finn is like which we will write if we don't get is i want a sunny and I feel the last like, go. I'm kind of sweaty now, but uh, I, I was just want because like, obviously I have we know under here. This, I have clothes going, under here. Don't worry. But, <laughs> like, was not paying attention. Beer clothes. Um, it's like it's a little hot in here. Now. I, so I think in my head when we write this because we want to write it ourselves in case they fuck it up. I really want just a thing of like um Sunny supporting her and definitely Velasco. Because yep. we know Velasco cares about her, but we don't know how much. And this mm-hmm. could be a jumping off point to show how much Velasco truly cares yeah. about Benson. Because I'm, think- I'm thinking, like, Sunny's definitely going to tell Amanda, but Amanda probably won't be in the episode. So I'm just like... We just get relay gonna- we- information. Yeah, they were not relay information. We write this because we're like, we- what happens is when something major happens in the show, you take it and we write our own fic for it in case the show fucks it up, basically. Yep. <laughs> we make it better. All right. Time back. Um... So we're, okay, so time. we're back. Okay, so if you whatever timestamp I said was right here, we're back at that point. So, um, we're back. So I'm if you did not want to talk about time. that, if you didn't want to know about what we just talked about, it's over now. 
So we're going to talk about organized crime. Anything this else? episode is called All That Glitters. Ooh, I and love literally, this episode. was so get, funny. Sorry. This it episode was hilarious. I this funny. In a long, long time. Like, um, organized crime isn't supposed to be funny, but this episode was so no, funny. It, it gets a better rating uh, because I say this was going to have a higher star rating because it was so damn funny. It was. Okay, anyway, okay, so we literally, like, we get a recap at the beginning. Yeah. Um, last like, week. everything that's been going on. Not last like, last the week, casino the casino. stuff, yeah. whatever. Wasn't paying attention. Which we thought the whole um, casino line got dumped in the fire or something because it finally came back yeah, after yeah. two episodes. Um, And then... Um, literally the first scene, the first three words I wrote in our doc for this was, oh, come on. Mm -hmm. Am I mad as mad about this now as when I was watching it live? No. No. But at the moment, I was. Um, Jet and Whelan are in this, like, jewelry shop. And they're undercover as a married couple well, soon well, to engaged, be married soon to couple. be married couple they're engaged they're literally undercover as a couple going to look getting... for wedding rings mm-hmm. also the fact that they waited three seasons to be like oh jet will be really good at undercover let's start doing like, it took you long enough took you long enough and you see how good she is at it um exactly I literally they should let us write the as, show. I Sorry. have to. I literally. I have to see how I describe it. How did I describe it? Um, I have to see if I described you it. Said sweet, Hold happy, on. and lovey dovey. I have to get this. You did. You said no, sweet, happy. The, the, oh, something else. Yes, yeah, something else. Hold on. I know exactly where it is to get it. I just had to get it. Um. So I said Jet has a very signature like look on her face when she's undercover. Mm-hmm. Um. It's uh, I call it my her. No one will suspect she's anything but sweet face, mm. and that is what she had last night. Well, they're literally in the uh jewelry store because they're walking towards like a case, a jewelry mm. case, and like Whelan like wraps his like Jet pulls her jacket over her arms. Whelan wraps his arm around her waist, mm-hmm. and they're literally walking over to look at the case, mm. and um they're literally going in this whole like um backstory of their characters and literally Jet's like I have a pug and I went to a dog park and he was there yeah, and he had so a funny. pug and I'm like this is absolutely fucking hysterical it is this is so that funny. like hearing this from Jet is hilarious but you also make Jet a awesome cat person sorry Jet's a yeah, cat person especially that her being a cat person but also that like like nobody expects anything other than oh I'm just met him at a dog park yada 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 mm-hmm. um so then we like get while they're in the um the jewelry store we get like a little like flashback to why they're there um mm-hmm. they're yeah. big they're case like, right now it's a very choppy guy. like pop back in pop back to the story kind of moment i'm like yeah okay pop in, interesting choice in so editing through the bureau mm-hmm. and their case currently is this I think he's, I think, Russian or Turkish, mm. possibly. I don't remember. Anyway, mm. uh, he's a jewelry smuggler. He's got this yeah. warehouse, and he's really smuggling gold to get made into jewelry, which is then yeah. transferred 
to the jewelry store, which is why. Um, Except and for why we're not crime is there because it's Ayana's really like, we need a young couple to go into it. And then she looks like, at Jet like, and Whelan, and Jet and Whelan and Millie look at each other and they're like, what? Jet's head turns so, so fast. She looked at him and she's like, and they're like, why no, us? No. Like, there's no one else here. Like, uh, wait, 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 we're doing what? We're doing, doing what? Excuse me? It's a very funny um, scene. This is why this episode was so Whelan's funny. Like, like, Whelan was like a little shocked. He's like, what? I was like, I'm doing what with her? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so damn I funny. wrote that, and so we get this line because um, Jet literally like always loves to take charge and just anything. Um, we found that out when she was doing the thing with like Manny and the few episodes later. She literally looks at Whelan and says, "It took forever for him to ask me out. I took pity on him." Ma'am, ma'am, we love you, but I was like, "What a queen!" Like, pop off. She's like, she takes every little thing to just pick it up. I thought it was funny. Like, Whelan is like. Funny. This episode is so damn funny. We took the start. Then we get a big funny. thing that comes later. Yeah, this um, plot line. The guy mentioned it was no something way. Okay. Before, we also when when Ansley tweeted that there would be jet lore, we were not expecting this one, but we'll talk about that later when we get there. Sorry. We literally were like, I was jumping the gun. Ah, jet lore, yay! More info, more info, more info, yeah. more info. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we had our theories. We'll get we to what it actually was. Continue because it was something nobody expected Mm-mm. ever. Nope. Um, so the guy, the jewelry guy, like asked something about payment and the payment for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And Whelan says, Yeah, uh, her, her parents don't want to contribute. And yeah, then right. Jet's eyes immediately change. She goes, She's like looking all smiley, and then her face drops, and she's like, Ooh. Sorry. And he looks right. She looks right at him and says, "Maybe if you asked for that raise, they wouldn't have to contribute." And, and she like, says it oh. in a tone like that. She's like, she's re- "Yeah, that. she's really defensive about this." And we're like, "Oh, uh. really defensive." And then Whelan shoots back, "You're really gonna bring that up again, aren't you?" And then they got Ayana and Elliot in the van. In the van. Like, oh, that's really cute. They're having their first fight, and I'm like, it's "So damn Sir, funny. What the heck?" I know, but sorry, this is this also is hilarious. So funny. Like, y'all gonna go um, watch this. I don't care if you don't watch Orly Night's Crime, but still, if you care, just so watch the care, scene. It's funny. They can watch this. It's just so funny. Like, this is the redeeming moment of being funny for once. Yeah. Not me dragging myself this, through the ringer watching the show. Part of the episode is hilarious. Like, um. So then we, um, they get a text. Whelan gets a text, like, the, their target is walking mm-hmm. into the jewelry store Whelan leaves the jewelry store Jet watches as their target leaves yeah, and then um, we get the chase and this is a dy- dynamic I want to see more because obviously they came in together I want them to have more scenes they got this whole um, Reyes and Whelan have this chase scene uh, no, everybody Ryan, involved in the chase scene. Everybody's literally in the chase scene. So Jet comes um, at the end she just kind of shows up at the end but everyone else is even Elliot and Ayana and Whelan and Reyes are all running. Everybody. They're all Everybody. running. Everybody is chasing after this woman. Um, Reyes even like yells at like Jamie and like Jamie like run, or Jamie Whelan literally like runs on this table. He like gets over. We get at one point 
Elliot like takes this woman down to the ground and she nearly pins him and then they get the we stop and they're looking at each other and she's like Elliot do ya? They know each other. You know, we're like, hmm. Interesting. And then Jet literally like ends up in the beginning and they're all just like staring at each other and then title sequence because because jet kind of shows up she has like her jacket on her she says she has like her jacket over her arm she kind of shows up like she was oh. probably lost in thought which yeah. makes sense now considering what we will learn later mm-hmm. um yep. we get back to the bureau and i think this part is hilarious because we got mm-hmm. the three young detectives so we got jet wheeling and Reyes oh yes and this Turner, so and jet lost and mm-hmm. reyes is literally like she called him Elliot, bro. And I was like, <laughs> he's so funny. And then like, Jet, being the techie, decides to go do some research on this woman. And I need to pull up the quote because it was like, hilarious. No, and she says this. In like the first 20 minutes of the episode is so funny. She says this in like a sing Sony voice and she has this smirk slowly growing on her face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Give me a minute, because I'm literally at the part where... I think we're at the part where I'm... Yeah, it's so damn funny. Like, whoever wrote this episode... Whoever wrote this, like, first half of the episode I was... Yeah. The whole scene is entertaining. The whole, like, first, like, 10 minutes is just so funny. Maybe, like, 12, 15 minutes. Funny. Comedy gold. If it was just a comedy... Like, we haven't laughed so hard about this in so long. If I wasn't... Man, please. We hadn't laughed that hard that we're gonna cry ever, probably. I don't think there's ever been a funny one like this. It's like a one liner, but not like scenes where they've just been so funny. funny. Postgraduate psychopath is on on the TV, and I'm like, hmm. That's the, that's the, is that the first one or is that the, uh, oh yeah, that's the sequel because, yeah. Um, Postgraduate, it was the one where I love the Empire, where she's like, if you oh, okay, so I can't see my thumb ever again. Uh, Wheeling is like, okay, so maybe she's vice. Uh, and then they're like, nah, she reeks federal, and they're all like trying to figure out, like, who is this girl? Um, uh, mm-hmm. so we find, oh, why did I not fucking know this? So Tia isn't even a real name. Uh, yeah, it's a Jeff nickname, Elliot. Elliot. Tia is actually Alex George. Oh, this is hilarious. She says, a CPA from Long Island, unmarried and looking for her next adventure. And she's literally saying this in like a Sony voice. Yeah, it's like, bro, I can't. It's so smirking. It was hilarious. Like, um, so we find out that undercover work is also her specialty. Literally, we find like, they met it's in so Italy. funny. The young Elliot met her in Italy. And yeah. um, then Ayana has this funny moment because Elliot's literally like, Got this like, uh, slightly dangerous well, look like, on his face. He's got a stick on his talk, um, and he's like, she's like, what's your, he? She says like, what's your relationship with her? Then Elliot makes this like really weird face, like he's like trying to figure out what he's trying to say. And she's like, I've never seen that face before, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. He's like, she's like, he's trying he's to. Like, he's, I've never seen, she's like, I've never seen that face before, and Elliot's like, what, what do you mean? Um, we're like, oh. So we literally just get more information about her and then like how she is also going after the jewelry dude. Mm-hmm. Um the gold dude, whatever. Um 
I'm talking about like yeah. an interrogation or whatever. Yeah, it's so and damn funny. Elliot says, if you behave yourself, maybe you can tag along. Because she's because Tia shows up and then I was like, bruh, I can't with this man. This is hilarious. Um, she's like, I wanna go. This is another This is not the part where they're driving, that's later. The driving one is funny too. Yeah, so this is another I think thing. That's um I think that's later. Elliot is leaving. Um Ayana's office and he walks right up to Whelan and put like puts like his hand on his chest and he's like, I do hope you and Jet make up. Yeah, I was like <laughs> that was so funny. Like Oh, scene. Elliot annoys the crap out of me, but that was hilarious. It was. We're like, sorry, we kinda we have a love hate relationship, but mostly hate relationship with Elliot Stabler. But like this episode was so damn funny. I'll have to forgive him for now. Yeah. For now. For for yeah, for now. Um so Next then week, this is the driving not, but this is only um, it for now kind of so we find i forget where he said it was so far i know that tia thinks elliot is entertaining um yeah. no because they, oh, they're interrogating that they come back and they're interrogating that guy and she's like that's what they're going to go do and then they're in it the, because he's she's like can i come in he's like no you can hold my gun though you can she's like he's like no but hold this and he puts the gun in her hand like his, his gun in her hand he goes in there and she's like you are pretty entertaining or something she says and i yeah. was like it's hmm. um so then we can transition to the warehouse and we find out that these guys have young women making their jewelry yeah. in the warehouse and today they got no bathroom breaks yeah um Another, later on they say they don't they have they... eat or have bathroom breaks so it's real bad yeah it's it's bad um human trafficking to the extreme basically is what they're doing um, the jewelry we find out that um Like this guy, like the guy that's um running their operation in this warehouse, but not the boss, has been skimming. And the boss is like, If you wanted more gold, all you have to do is ask. And he's like, Um, can I have more gold, please? And the guy's like, Sure. And then they go mm-hmm. take him and kill him with whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that shot, shot in the Dreaming face. Probably. It was bad because it's like in the background, like they put that like scene, like because the focus yeah, is like the inside of the warehouse, they're like, like outside of the, the garage, like with a chokehold around his neck, and he's screaming, and he's dead, bloody murder. Yeah, dead. Um, and then the guy, then like the leaky guy, goes over to um, this girl we find out her name is Joy, and she's like, Thank you basically, because I think she's the one who, like, gave him the information that the guy's skimming. Obviously, not great. Um, mm-hmm. Then we get our transition to, like, the morning, and Elliot's literally just making coffee in his house. Um, mm-hmm. And Tia calls. And she's like, oh, I have this file for you. And Elliot's like, okay, okay. yeah, you can, um, but you get it, you can come over to my house. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a knock she's on already the door. There. <laughs> yeah. And she's already there and immediately hands him the file. And then they have this whole conversation about like how bad this guy is, and apparently he's killed like a white a hut um a wife and two kids, etc. Um and they have a talk about um Italy and Kathy mm-hmm. and Elliot's life right now. Um mm-hmm. we find out that Bernie is in on a month long tour and she's staying with Korean kids. Which makes me kind of concerned. 
I was confused. Was that what he said with his kids? I thought he said with his kids, but maybe I don't know. I was confused. It was a little I confusing. will find out. Hold on. I thought he said. I thought he said with his kids. That, I like because I, 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 I don't think they. Because I don't think his kids I'll live in out. New York anymore. Pause. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he said with his kids. If I it's think his with kids his kids, then I'm no longer concerned. And his kids live. Uh, uh, they live in a different state. I think, I think they live in a. They don't live in. I think Kathleen's one lives in Maine. I feel like they said that. But maybe it's Kathleen who lives in Maine. Somebody does. Yeah. I'm gonna find out what this is. Yeah, I think he's put this. Uh, do 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 do. My thing is loading. Pause for a moment. Do do Because I need to know now. Because if it if it actually is with his kids, then my concern is no longer. I'm pretty sure he said with his kids. I watched the TV caption. That's why I'm pretty positive on that. Why? Okay, if it's with his kids and not Korean kids, and I'm like, why? Why did I think that? I don't know. Sometimes he kind of bumbles. I'd be like, what are you saying? Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure it's with his kids. Hmm. One sec. Yep. It's coming. Oh, so we another thing we find out that um, Tia mm-hmm. knew about Kathy. Yeah, knew Kathy and died. Called and left messages to check on him, and he didn't call back because he didn't have the words. He didn't know what to say. Um, but he thanked her I, for calling. I have to get on my soapbox real quick. Also, I gotta get on my. He was smiling the whole I gotta, time. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, they were going to do, they were doing the sheet tangle, but they didn't do the sheet together. tangle this time. You two were special. Say. She calls. He says you're special, and I was like, and I was "Oh saying, my oh. god!" I said, "You're gonna do the sheet tango." No, they do the sheet tango. Not this time. Next week they'll probably do the sheet tango. But I was gonna say, I was looking at my little soapbox real quick because I had something to say about that. Uh, shit is gone. Oh, it was um, Elliot has a. Does there was like people the eos always be like elliot did not talk to olivia elliot's been terrible with words with everyone he, olivia is not yeah special. so it's literally not just olivia he didn't even know what to say to this woman he's barely what to say with the kathy but she was alive he barely you know they had their whole separation because he didn't know how to use his words like a grown-up so she's not special in this situation thank you that is my soapbox also the fact that that he nicknamed her tia Oh, it gets everybody nicknames apparently. So that's not that special either. Uh, so that's what I have to say on my soapbox. Uh, that that is it for today, for now. So you know, in conclusion, uh, you know, Elliot is just being Elliot. You know, he's had a bad way with words, all with everyone. But uh, yeah, he says she, I was like, she's like she fights with him the whole time, and I'm right, like, okay. um. So I couldn't find the quote yet, but we found out that the uh, the guy's name is Abramov. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tia had him. 
Yeah. Um, she got one of his associates to testify. But before she could get him to testify, he killed the man's wife and two children. Um, right. And then she's like, I'm not leaving. I've got 48 hours to catch this man. I'm not leaving without him. Mm-hmm. I know the line is in this scene. Hold yeah, on. it's in that scene. Where is it? it might be like the closer to the end of the scene because it, it's sequential. Oh, no, it's not. I think it's more at the beginning, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Because I because it's a, it's a different scene after this. That's why we're not. I'm not trying to jump ahead until we get there. But yeah, uh, I know. yeah. Once again, I said not to load. Hold on. We're like Ellie uh, has a stupid little girl on his face looking at Tia. So um, I mean, you know, it's okay. Yeah, literally, guys. He has a stupid little grin looking at another woman. Yeah. My other soapbox is, I say this all the time. Eos. I don't care what they have to say about this show because if you're the people writing lore views on our podcast, I hope you step on a Lego. But uh, unless you're a good one and you're nice to us, then you can yeah. stay. No, but I was gonna say, uh, EOs always be like they want Olivia to go through trauma for Elliot to save her. But but, but we're like, bro. But then you also say at the same time you don't want Olivia to go through trauma unless Olivia's there to save her. I'm like, bro. Like, come on, make it make sense. Because we talked about this. It well, if you like. The, if you skip the part of the episode we just talked about a thing that occurred they'll they're like they were they want they're like elliot needs to be there to save her or they need him to get revenge i'm like bro watch him not be there at all because that's how it is because that's how it's always been like make it make sense y'all sorry that's all i have to say about that anyway Still loading. come on Internet, do better do better like we love Peacock, well, better. Your ads are too long. Ads. Yeah, I'm like, come on, your ads take too long. Taking too long. You oh, just want to talk it. about this? Mm-hmm. Literally took too long. Or part of it, hold on. Oh, oh, this is funny because she's, be- mm-hmm. she's Italian. She gets like things mixed up. Oh, wow. Why did I think this said Korean is- kids? You're correct. My concern is wrong. Um, Because I was like, I thought it said Korean kids. And I was like, why are we leaving the bipolar grandma alone? Mm-hmm. No, she's on a month-long tour with her grandkids. Yeah. We're like, oh. I have I was no like, that's what I thought he said. I was oh, like, I'm pretty sure he said something from about that. grandkids. But she was on a month-long tour with her grandkids. Yeah. We love this. All right, and hold on. I need to get this line because she's Italian and that's just funny. So damn funny. Um, Clown episode. episode where it's, where oh, so we find out that uh, Eli's in college. That's later, though. Uh, that's only aging a thing here. That's way later, but um, in the episode. No, but, she, I'm but, watching the scene right now and she says it. Oh, Oh, I thought um, it was later. Because I feel like we didn't calls- note it until, oh, where? I think we noted it later. But Because he's like, I have an empty nest. Yeah. So we're like, what do you mean? You know, I was just here. And she's like, um, she calls him a lonely bird. So she's Italian. She calls him a lonely bird. And Elliot's like, what? Oh, an empty nester. Yes, I'm an empty nester. Yeah, it's funny that she's literally getting like sayings mixed up, and Ellie was yeah. like, "Oh, that's hilarious." He's like, "What did you say?" Oh, 
it all makes sense now. It's so damn funny. Sorry, this episode was a clown. This episode was not supposed to be serious yeah. at all. Like, it was a mess, but it was hysterical. Okay, now we chill. can probably get back on track now that I said okay, so no, we were at, it was great. Yeah, because you needed to know. Okay, so like, okay, so the it next sounded scene. like it's Korean. I was not paying fully attention. Um. So then the next scene is okay. they're at the so precinct. Yeah. The next or so later after the they get the conversation day. of, um, like this guy about what and, they're gonna um, do. Tia's like, I have a plan. And then they transition to the back to the bureau, and Ayano like, goes, "No, you no, don't." No. Yeah, that was Elliot. Then I think Elliot says, "I have a plan again." And she's like, "No, you don't." No, you don't. No, you don't. I think of that SpongeBob scene where, um, she, where the, the episode of SpongeBob. Sorry, I watch SpongeBob all the time, but they're like the one where SpongeBob goes runs off and he goes to this thing because he didn't want to like because the pre hibernation one. And then that guy trying to imitate him is like, "I'm ready, I'm ready." And Sandy's like, "No, you wait." And I was like, <laughs> I thought about, "I'm sorry, I'm, a, um, I'm ready." Okay, I'm ready. No, so <laughs> sorry. The, they need to get like Abernoff's information about the warehouse and everything. Um. And I love that they put this in because it's hilarious, but it's also true. Mm-hmm. They needed somebody to go undercover, and Ayano was, looked immediately at Elliot and was like, you can't do that. The Brotherhood is still trending. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that's who it. you are. Um, I was like, finally, we get something that's like, Elliot can't go do this because everybody like, knows stop. who he is. And we're like, full stop. stop. You cannot know. And then, so Reyes volunteers to go undercover because that's what he does. Yes. Like, apparently everybody in this thing is really good. Apparently everybody in organized crime is good at going undercover. The only person okay. who hasn't gone undercover is Ayana, and I need it to happen. Yeah, please. Oh, wait, no, she has. She has. Back in or in two, I think. Anyway, she has. So everybody's good at this in this unit. Um... So Reyes volunteers to go undercover. Yeah. Uh, we get the scene where he's getting all dressed in this really fancy suit. Yes. Yeah, um, by this tailor. Yeah. I was like, um. Oh. I forget sure somebody. Was... I think somebody said it. He's like, "Can I get this suit? Uh, like a suit another time?" And then, um, I think it was Reyes who asked it, or and um, the guy I looks up and he's like. Sorry about it, I'm tired. This is a favor to Elliot. And I'm like, this is hilarious. Um no. it was a fancy um, like the the fanciest. It was the literally fancy a very fancy suit. Reyes looked good. Um and yeah. he's practicing his like name in the mirror while fixing his bow tie. Yeah. And my dad yeah. immediately hits on it that he's using a Greek accent. It was like, yay. Because mm. his name is like Christos, and I can't say the last name, unfortunately. I shouldn't be able to, but it is a Greek last name, and he's yeah. do he's good at doing accents. I love that, yeah. and he's very good at the Greek accent. Ah, and then Ayana was like, "Okay, if anything goes south, what do you say?" Um, and she said, "Who wants dessert or something like that?" Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, "Well, that works. That's a good plan for if things go south." Mm-hmm. And then Ayana's like, "Um, where's Wheeling?" and um, Elliot's like, oh, he's running an errand for me. Like, I'm like, just, I'm like, sir, you what? can't just borrow your unit's detectives to go do stuff. Like, that's not how this works. Yeah, and I was like, Elliot, he's a detective, not an errand boy. Yeah, you can't just send off, especially without, um, not without permission. Like, 
Use so we yeah, Wheelan literally is going to talk to Pearl for Elliot. Yeah. He mm-hmm. walks into the room. He's like a himbo. It, I swear to God, he's like a himbo. He literally walks up to her, puts his hand to shake, and he's like, Detective <laughs> Wheelan. And Pearl literally stares at him like, who are you? Yeah, he was so... And she's like, um, Detective Stabler sent me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, then you can go tell Detective Stabler that. Continuing what you were saying. Um. Oh, Pearl literally looked so mm-hmm. wheeling, trying to be all nice and polite and like introduce himself. And yeah. Pearl, he's like, uh, Detective Stabler sent me. And Pearl's like, okay, you can go tell Detective Stabler that we're going to do this another time then. Um, and Whelan somehow managed to convince him to convince his heart to stay and talk. She was like, he was like, if you're talking to he was like, Topo said, if you're talking to him, you're talking. I mean, he said something like, he said something like, he said, if you're talking to me, you're talking talking to to Elliot. And And she's like, oh, Detective Stabler. I was like, she basically like gives him more information, and he's like, do you want to be doing this all your life? Yada 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 anything i wasn't paying attention to that conversation i don't really remember what happened i don't know yeah. um sometimes it gets anyway, a little boring the okay. part of that was um pearl gave Whelan a thumb drive yeah with all the stuff everything he literally goes back to the precinct and he's like here you go and ayana looks at him and elliot's like i'll explain later i'm like oh man that's not how this like, works you're gonna okay. get your detective again, in trouble once again he likes to ask for forgiveness rather than permission yeah, so then we get to why did you put this part? Um, Tia is almost like another Olivia. What am I talking about? That I'm missing the scene. I feel like we forgot to talk about what the scene was about. I don't remember. Oh, I think I remember. Maybe I remember. Why did I say that? Um, it was a it's the it's the like dynamic they had about how um that like maybe like this was supposed to go earlier. Maybe I I don't know what I was thinking, but um. Uh, how, well, I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong, but I'm trying to remember the point I exactly in my brain I was thinking at the moment was about, I think it was their dynamic about how, um, oh yeah, like, you know, he's still the person that, the male that takes charge. Um, she kind of just follows around behind him in like that almost, I don't know, they're not quite, not as deep as like Olivia's codependency is with him, but uh, man, I forgot what my the point was. The difference between Olivia and... Elliot as partners and Tia and Elliot as partners is that Tia was taking charge. Yeah, and Tia also agrees. With, she's fine with Elliot's. Oh, I think it was that idea that Elliot maybe did something violent. Maybe she was like fine with it, or like something something that Elliot always does. But I'm like, mm. anyway, okay. But anyway, we're well, gonna get to the stuff that, that like screwed up over oh and, God. and all that. So the group goes to go undercover, and so Reyes is in there. And we get. Wheelan and Jet and his car listening or like getting ready mm-hmm. to listen to the undercover mm-hmm. thing. And then Wheelan says, I forgot to say I'm sorry, by the way. And um Jet's like, I was fine with it. And Elliot and Wheelan was like, No, you weren't. Mm-hmm. And then this is where they get the jet lore that said, nobody oh. was expecting. Um, I will say after this scene, Ainsley literally tweeted out, "Hee hee," knowing we were all freaking the frick out. Yeah, I was like, I was like, because oh my that's God. what they do. Um, literally, I go. 
like, what do I do with this? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, and I was like, what the hell would that? I said, so, I don't know. There have been there have been um theories going back and forth about Jet's family. Yeah. Whether or not she had a family, whether mm-hmm. or not she was in foster care, whether or not she was an orphan, whether uh, yeah, anything. Well, we find out that she does in fact have parents. Cause she says, My parents didn't pay for my wedding. You were like home, which I was already like shaking and freaking. I was like, "What?" And Whelan is like, "You're married." Imagine the like, literally imagine that. I no, I will admit, I got excited for a minute. We did. She said, "You're married." And I was like, "Oh my god, did she marry Malachi?" No, no, that is not where they went. Unfortunately, um, we'll get more on that later. Um. My parents didn't pay for my she says my parents no my parents didn't pay for my wedding just struck a nerve that's all. She says that she got married at 20. Huge mistake. And that my dad still won't talk to me. Mm-hmm, um, what the hell? And we're like there's uh, so many things uh, we have to say uh. about this. To put this into perspective, Karen is 20. Yeah. I feel like me getting married. I feel like what- got married at her age yeah. and now is at my age is no longer married. And we we're like, uh, uh. I know people who got married straight out of high school, but that's like an Alabama thing to do. I was like, <laughs> sorry, what? that was a joke. I should not- oh, it's time for a joke. Like, literally, but, you're uh, just going to say she got married and not leave anything of it? Like, why no, did we're she just get like, married? Why so young? Why yeah. did it What was the story the behind horse? it? And did it end did it ended some sort of way? And we were like, Also, uh, uh. why did her parents not pay for it? And why does obviously, her dad no longer talk to her? I mean, obviously, they also, disapproved so badly. Does her badly. mom talk to her? They obviously must have disapproved for some reason. Maybe. Who knows? But obviously, it was so bad. They decided they didn't talk to her anymore. We we're just like, oh. So great. literally, I was like, um, whoever Jet's dad is, we need to fucking talk because we'll talk for you. How dare how you? fucking dare you <laughs> abandon Jet? This sweet angel of a person. How, how dare? dare you? And then I was looking back at and a then we scene took it, later. We took today. it off and ran with it and fixed um, it and made it better. Yeah, we literally took this and we're like, okay, we're going with it. So there's a scene back in season two where she's talking to Malachi and she's like, I'm sorry for being weird. I the one where she I was blowing off. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah, so wonder why she's in securing relationships now. She had she was married and it didn't end well. And she doesn't have her father speaking to her anymore. Yeah, it looks like where he get she gets Malachi the shoes at the end, and she doesn't want to because you know some kind of way they had like a little argument, not an argument per se, and then she's like, "I'm sorry, at the I hope you don't think I'm weird," and she puts the shoes down and leaves. Yeah, and then so gets, um, that's a uh, you sir. I know we haven't met you in person or in canon yet, and I probably probably know where my probably not, never probably never you, will because you know the show doesn't care that much. The rest of the plot lines and they're like lost. 
your daughter is a badass detective in the NYPD. Yeah. And you Which makes me wonder how Jet chosen. became a yeah, we're like, how did Jet, we're like, then we gotta also, wonder how Jet became a cop and all this stuff. Yeah, and then you. maybe how bad did it have to be that her dad hasn't spoken to her for four years? Yeah, at least four years. Like yeah. just let that sink in. Yeah. Four years. Yeah, she's in been my on head. her own yeah. for four years. Because in the pilot, she's in her own place in the basement yeah. doing work. Four years. Yeah. My thought in my head, my head canon is that this whoever this person Jet was married to was not a good person. They were rather probably abusive in some sort of bully or some sort. So maybe she left that person because it didn't she didn't say the gender of this person. But I think she does like you know, because like the episode checks about like in the um the one, the one where they have to get the end of the ritual, the last episode of ritual, you know, where they go, where she talks about the BDSM club and how uh, she happens to know about this BDSM club. And I was thinking maybe she does that because it's, obviously she must know something about it. Uh, she does it because it's sexually liberating to her from whatever and bad I relationship this was. And I think that makes absolutely sense. agree. But it would also make sense if, like, the marriage is bad and turned bad, possibly abusive. It would make sense for why she's so closed off. Yeah. She can't trust anybody. The first person she ever finally opened up to romantically again was Malachi. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they pretend yes, he doesn't exist the for some actor reason. is currently in Japan, but why? Oh, like, did not mention why him. Why have you can... not mentioned him at all? You got like, your character on. kissing him. Your character asking Jet to go on a date. The last oh. scene didn't show any sign of a breakup or anything. Yeah, they Literally, held hands. It was real cute. Down, and they're holding hands. Like, um, answer my questions. Like, please, I need to know. Um, so that's uh, another thing why I was like, said that the scene at the beginning didn't anger me as much now as it did yeah. at the beginning because yeah, you had the, the context it made sense. Bunch of talk that um they're going to have Jet and Whelan together. Yeah, I don't and think I'm so. Like, I think they're just a goofy group of people. How do you people. go from Jalakai to just no, jumping to no. that without mm-hmm. any recognition of anything? Yeah, come on, y'all. And honestly, no, Jalakai owns my heart, I and I will stay on the hill until I die. Yeah, we'll say proof for some reason that it doesn't. I don't. What are they doing? Oh, looking at the hate. News. Okay. The Jet and Whelan dynamic. No, they're fun but people, like uh, fun coworkers. I don't see the romantic side right now. Mm-mm. I see the very like. It's like how bur- um Barisi people see the Barson friendship. Yeah. As like very close bond. I have mm-hmm. a feeling it could go to that. I don't know where they're going with right now. But because, I don't know, Wheeling keeps doing stuff that messes shit up with Jet. So I don't yeah. know where they're going right now. But I don't hate the dynamic. Um, yeah. Also, you know how I always tell you that um, Jet very much reminds me of Elphaba? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a literally a lyric in a song, The Wizard and I, and the lyric is, um, all of us has to love you and by the, uh, wait, no, hold on. 
No father is not proud of you. No sister acts ashamed. Literally, the whole beginning of the show is Alphaba is getting ridiculed by her dad, and I'm just like, give me more connections to give to my favorite character, to my other favorite character. Also, all these songs that I listened to today that I loved that now hit differently, knowing that Jet does no that Jet's father no longer talks to her. Like, well. It makes me really sad. Like, I know, sad. I was like, "Oh, here's the scene." Oh, sorry, postgraduate psychopath is on. It's about to be the pencil stabbing scene. Oh boy, the pencil stabs. Obviously, oh. do I think so, so this has fully debilitated Jet? No. Do I yeah. still feel bad that her father doesn't talk to her? Yes. Do I know where canon is probably going to go with the father aspect of this? Yes. Yeah. And look, no, fine. Canon, get it. Yes, get it. Um, I get Sorry. it. That's we did it better. Relationship is All we gotta say is we did it better. Oh, uh, yeah, we did it. We definitely did it better. And I have. Of course, we did. Tasteful. I will Sorry. absolutely give proof to it because I can think of it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's story for another time. So yeah, after this whole scene where we find out that Jet was married at twenty, big mistake, is a divorcee, yeah. which is crazy to think about. That uh, Jet was married and he's now divorced. And um, his marriage still. Um, mm-hmm. after all that, literally Ainsley just wrote hee hee end of that. No, and uh, hasn't said anything else. Knows we're all like, probably like, freaking I have breakouts. I have so many Sorry. questions. Um, because my Sorry. my theory is that her parents didn't approve and didn't want to pay because she was marrying a girl. Could also be true, which could be true. Your theory is they just thought they were she was too young and then the marriage turned abusive, which honestly I like either of our theories at this point. Yeah, they all could be right. But then I also texted know. you, I was like, okay, so Jet still has parents. That means I can start a petition for Regina Menzel to play her mom. Yeah, you've yeah. been saying this for a long time. I have been saying this and I'm going to keep around. saying this. I've been running around saying this for a while. A it happens or B somebody else does it. But they look so similar, and it works. Mm. And they'd be my theater connection, and I'd lose it. Mm. Ainsley would probably lose it, too. She's still a theater kid. Okay. I think that's all I have to say about this scene right now. Yeah, we went on that scene for, like, a good 10 minutes, 15 minutes on that, just on that. Lot know. to say about it. Um, yeah, it's a lot to say. And then at the end of the scene, Jet is like looking at Whelan at the end to see if he's going to say anything. And they're like, oh, we, we should probably like actually listen now. And they put their um things in. She looks at him. He doesn't say anything else. End of the scene. Uh, we get to Reyes's undercover thing. Uh, I don't really was not paying attention to the information that was being said because they just got that crap ton of information. Wheelan, no, really. Um, Reyes is like looking at like this. The girl is Joy that was from the warehouse earlier is mm-hmm. the server in this place. Mm-hmm. Um, Wheelan, yes, Reyes sees that her hand 
is tinted green. Yeah. To which we find out that gold, um, if you work with gold and have an iron deficiency, it will stain your hands green. Um, and it's funny because, well, it wasn't funny, but like, um, it shows like how different like cops are to mm-hmm. just like you know perps. Um, because yeah. Abramov brought up Joy and she's like, she's beautiful, isn't she? And Reyes's first thought is not to make any comments. Literally, just looks at her and oh. asks her name. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we get more information about that. They Reyes goes on the van and is like, um. I need to go talk to Joy. That's how we're going to get information. Um, mm. So he's literally like on the street in New York and he's like Spurs starts off talking to Joy in his accent and his persona. Mm. When she lets down her guard a bit, he drops the accent and is like, I'm a cop. And Jet comes out and also Jet also comes out and says she's a cop. She's, yeah. She gets out the van and talks not to yet, him also. Not yet though. He's like, oh, I'm yet. a cop. I want to help you. And she's like, I have a daughter back home. I would help you, but I can't. I have a daughter back home. Um, she says something about being blindfolded to get to the location. And yeah. Jet, being Jet, literally immediately springs out of the car and rushes over and Joy starts getting scared. And she's like, no, 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 no. Hold on. I like how Jet kind of calmed her down a bit. That was cool. Yeah. She's like, no, Um, I think I can help you. So Jet, being techie or whatever, being techie, um, uses all the information that Joy says of the sights and sounds and everything she hears with the blindfold on her face to mm-hmm. get the exact location of the warehouse. Um, genius. Genius. Um, Tia is very impressed. She looks at Jet and is like, that was very impressive. Jet says, thank you. And she says, if you ever move to Italy, come find me. And leaves. And mm-hmm. Wheelan is standing there and is looking at Jet and is like, don't leave. Like, I mean, like, I don't really, we don't really know how time works in organized crime, but we can tell that they've only been working together for a short time. So yeah. it proves just how bond strong, like the bond in organized crime is that Whelan is like, I just met Jet and I'm like, I don't want her to go to Italy because yeah, she's staying right here. This unit will not be the same without her. Literally, um, without her, but yeah. Then we get this thing where Elliot and the this is the car conversation because they're literally driving to go take down this gold dude. Getting up to it is hilarious because he's, I'll drive. He's like, no, no, what they're arguing about is going to drive. Yeah. And then there's this whole thing where they're literally finishing each other's sentences. And I'm like, yeah. Y'all are uh-huh. like, she was like, you'll drive too slow. And he's like, so something about she drives too fast. Or I don't know what she said, but was, it's hilariously funny. Because once she says, and then she says, uh, when they're driving and in the car, she looks at him and she's like, "You are you were born for this job. It's what I admire about you." And I went, "Ah, Uh like ah." Um, we find out Eli's in Colorado. In college, we're like, "What the fuck?" Um, yeah. Uh, we get unless Eli's. We're like, unless Eli's some super genius. He's literally well, like, 15. He, I have to go prove this. Yeah. He probably is, though. He said a lot of things about, like, his science and tech things. Or maybe a soccer scholarship. Yeah. We don't really know. But some kind of way. We know where it's kind of not we're the going plot with. lines or time periods. 
Unless they're forced to be. Um, they're, the only time they are is when they're forced to be because they're with SVU and SVU has time cards. So they're kind of forced to be with like a regular time period. But you never know. So yeah, that was a weird plot line that we don't understand to this day, but it's okay. Continuing on. This episode was so damn funny. Uh, I guess you're texting maybe me, but uh, no, I was looking. Uh, um, okay. Anyway, um, then for like the second or third week in a row, we get into the squad gets into another shootout. Literally, because apparently that's just what we do now, and everybody's going to possibly get hurt. Um, because like they're we see like the guys like putting this gold on a train on train a plane to go somewhere else. Yeah. Abramov is about to get on the plane with the gold yeah, and leave. Yeah, about to go. Then they see the cops and they're all like, oh crap, get the gun. Literally like, get the guns. They're literally yelling it. Um Elliot mm-hmm. is about to get shot. But Tia sees the guy literally about to pull his gun out and kills the guy so Elliot can get on the plane to get the perp. Ayana also gets the perp. Um mm-hmm. Ayana is there. They arrest the guy. They find all these women and girls kept in dark, dirty warehouse boxes. Yeah, because originally the first place they went, because I think they skipped this scene, but the first scene when they go like looking, because they find the warehouse, because the part where she's talking, the jet finds the warehouse. Uh, we I think they still skipped that part. But uh, yeah, because they go there and nobody's there, but they find like a skull, like and within like these like ashes of gold. And then we skip this, you know, accident. Uh, I forgot yeah, about and that. And that's what that's what they they're like. This is not the place. And then that's where they go on the, this next adventure. Well, adventure here. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then in this shootout. And this is like a weird like um scene near the end, and it's Pearl and Teddy talking, and yeah. Pearl's like, "Do you ever get tired of like, um, the rich and famous life, etc.?" Yeah. And Teddy's like, "No." Of course not. Pearl really? is trying to get Teddy to leave the rich and famous, etc. She was like, we could go to Paris. She says we could go to Paris and like uh like we could start a new life. No, I'm good. We're not doing that. Um then we find out the casino is close to opening. Um we get the end scene, and Elliot's literally in a t-shirt just drinking scotch or whatever, yeah. and Tia is calling yeah. again. He has a picture. The scene, also the oh. part before that's interesting, is that he has the picture of Kathy and El- he and Kathy in his hands at first. And he's he has yeah. the drink in his hand. I think he has the other, the the um the picture in his other hand. He's, like, looking at it. Yeah, he's looking at the We haven't talked about Kathy in months. Years. We've talked about Kathy in Now he's time. looking. Now that Tia shows up again and brings her up. He looks mm-hmm. at his photos. Yeah, photos. Um, they're getting into this conversation, and she's like, "Um, her favorite thing about like America or whatever," and she says one thing, and Elliot says, "What's the other part?" And she says, "You." And I was like, "Oh my god!" I said, "Oh." Um, and she's like, "I'm at the door. You can let me in." And the end scene is literally it's a cool shot because we see it Elliot cool standing on one side of the door and Tia standing on the other and Elliot is thinking about letting her in but then the episode ends oh so we don't know if he let her in we don't know if he didn't, he didn't uh, we don't know if they did the sheet tango uh, just saying I've run around telling people that for days 
don't know if we can say that. Oh, we probably can't say <laughs> I that actually. Word, but I got calling it the sheet tango. Because you're watching, actually, I got it from because you're watching this movie at film class and film studies, and I was like, bro, they're doing the sheet tango, and that's why I've been running around saying the sheet tango ever since. Okay, um, so this promo, oh lord, this is like this is what the promo that I said could possibly be like a mid-season finale. Like, I this is what they're doing now. I yeah. wonder what their mid-season finale is going to be. Yeah, because they have to so we find out Palomar, right? that the what? Lillian woman the like deputy deputy I don't know, ADA, chief whatever is closing down the organized crime task force yep she's like you served your purpose bye. i literally wrote in doc in all caps are you kidding me no well, um, obviously we know that this is gonna be Lillian fine says, we know Lillian says the task force is being closed and ayana's like what about my detectives and she says Lillian says, oh, they're all going to be reassigned. Right. And they get, like, uh, the series of clips of, like, all the detectives, like, looking, like, concerned. Yeah, and yeah they, like, the started, obviously, because also I noticed that some of that stuff is packed up. So, obviously, they kind of, this is, like, a last-minute decision to get the minds changed. Because there's, like, stuff, like, boxes around the scene. So, like, they're, they're packing Oh, up. I'm not going to be, oh, I'm it's not going to be okay, okay with that. Like, literally, literally, they're literally, like, haphazardly throw her stuff in boxes and get angry while she's doing it um she'll just be like yeah throwing it in the boxes Uh, and we get a very at the end of the promo we get a very angry elliot but this time it's not directed at anybody it's actually a very justified angry yeah which is different for once it's very justified angry is like his teeth are good and he's angry and he's talking to yana and he's like my heart and soul is in this place. Mm-hmm. And then oh, I thought of this later because I'm like, um, they're getting reassigned. I was like, you can't tell me Jet wouldn't tie herself to her desk before they tried to reassign her. Cut myself to She's like, I'm not oh, yeah. literally because we saw her getting but then again at the big um when she heard it the first time like it would possibly closing, she was getting like defensive, like pretending nothing's going on. But yeah. I have a feeling this was mentioned before. Actually, actually true. She will get angry. She'll be like, she will literally be like, you have to pry me for my desk before you reassign me. No, she's staying. Because, because as we know, as of Monday, as of whatever last Monday was, the t- whatever, whatever last Monday is the seventh, the show was still renewed for January. So we know as of as of last Monday, the seventh, the show was still renewed for January. So they should be fine. Oh, so- no. That we know, um, the promises, but fingers crossed, be- it should be fine. Before Jet um, became, came to organize crime, she did solo stuff. She wasn't in a unit, a police unit anywhere. Oh, yeah. Where else would they reassign her? Like, Reyes at least came from narcotics, and Whelan came from, I think, somewhere yeah. else possibly narcotics too anyway yeah. he came from somewhere else he thought she'd, um, be, she'd probably be good at like uh joint terrorism or something like that yeah where would they, they put her computer crimes they put her in computer, computer crimes, crimes like she computer, would computer be, crimes like joint so, terrorism or hate crimes would be a good place for Jeff, no, probably. well i like i don't want this to happen but oh. you know how when olivia went to computer crimes yeah. for the day and like it was a couple days she stayed there a bit uh, two episodes if, and then she came yeah, back if they put jet there 
her eyes would be rolling out of the out of her like head. She'd be she the smartest be, person there. Because all of a sudden she'd like be just so bam done. Bored. She'd probably get her work done instantly and be like, okay, what the hell do I do now? Like at these least organizing gives her like a challenge. It's good. Also, yeah. if I don't get a thing where Jeff's like, I don't want to leave you to Iana, yeah. I'm gonna gonna cry. I'm very curious how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Um I was gonna say something else. I don't remember. Um wait, wait. Um It was important too. Um, go crazy. There's something about when we were talking about computer before computer crimes. Was it something about jet? Um, Mm. I don't know. Dude, it was important. Oh, um. No, no. It will come back to me anyway. Everybody is potentially getting reassigned and this ain't yeah, gonna go well. We know they're gonna be fine, or so we hope. Yeah, they canceled the show and didn't tell anybody yet. But it will just be interesting to see like how they do that. Um, because they like they like it was like the part where they're talking about it originally. Like, uh, they like organized crime was made to catch Richard Wheatley. And Richard Wheatley is dead. Already, air so. quotes dead. Lillian says, like, yeah, you did your task. You, you have been around long enough. So, because Richard Wheelie is dead, question mark. Air quotes. We know for sure he's not dead. Like, they, they Mary made it obviously true. I don't know if this was my original point, but there's talk going around and, you know, people are being annoying that knowing that, oh, if everybody's getting um, reassigned in organized crime, they want you-know-who to go back you-know-where yeah no not 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 a likable thing no, for us not happening no cannot um, does not belong there literally does not belong there anymore uh oh this is gonna bug me it was an important point uh, let me see if i wrote this down i wrote something yeah no. but like now we know the show is a cancel out of me um but like Cause what they're gonna? Cause if that's because obviously, cause uh, what was I gonna say? Cause we all all episode nines are the winter break, and we're on seven. Well, next week will be eight. So um, whatever going on it has to. Unless they do something with the casino, I had okay. I thought, but I lost it once again. Uh oh, we oh I forgot the part of the trailer. The part of the trailer where uh Teddy is like oh bludgeoning yeah. Pearl with a bat. Because the, the information says Pearl gets mysteriously ill. And then there's like a scene in the trailer where like he's like has like there's like maybe her on the ground, we can't see, obviously. But he is like blood specks like splatters of blood on his face. It's like a bloody bat on the ground. They're all because they all show up and they're like, oh yeah. So maybe it's something also that has something to do with that. But you know, I liked Pearl. I thought Pearl was cool. But you know, maybe she'll be dead. We'll find out. That was the other thought I had in my head and my brain. That part is also a big deal in the trailer. So, whatever's going on in this show. We're all just like, like There's gotta be, like, somebody's gonna end up crying next week because, like... Definitely in tears. I wouldn't want to be would... Ayana. Uh, no, the thing is, Ayana doesn't, wouldn't want to tell her squad. Yeah. But she wouldn't want them to hear it from anybody else. Yeah, Definitely. 
She would definitely feel that way. Oh, God, I really wish I didn't read these comments. Are they They're saying, oh, if Bella's going to be removed from the task force and Elliot's going to become sergeant, yada, yada, yada. The task force is getting deleted. Like, the task force... Like, it's not just Bella. No, it will be all of them. The task force was literally made to catch Richard Wheatley and Richard Wheatley is dead, question mark. Unless they want to pull some like surprise bullshit next week and be like, not oh, next week, next next week, and whenever they pull surprise bullshit in a uh, episode nine, where he pops out of nowhere. But I don't think they would do that because Dylan's busy on FBI Most Wanted or whatever the FBI is. So I don't think they may, may do that. But so it's a Dick Wolf show, so it's not that easy, hard to do. Oh, but, I read you know, this fun comment on the video because somebody like on the promo they literally put, "Oh my God, Jet was married," and then this oh. person replied, "Yes, Wednesday Adams and the." Yes, Wednesday from the Adams family was indeed married. Um, this person literally just said it as a nickname, but they don't know how correct they are. Hey. Because in high school, Ainsley played Wednesday Adams and went to a like a national theater competition because mm. of it. So mm. I just like uh yeah, Oh, that like- that reminded me that picture I showed you on Instagram of like Danielle, somebody asking Danielle about the uh um possible um musical episode and she's like oh yeah she's sitting up like can the whole cast sing and she's like absolutely not i was like absolutely i still not. want it no because like, i well, know that let's... two of you can and i will pretend like the rest of people can we do all the time you no, know that i know that danielle can i know that ainsley can i don't pretend. know what else though you pretend like people can sing see write musicals all the time well i mean every most of the people that we can't that We've written songs for can. The only one we yeah. don't know about is Olivia. Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, they always say Marisha can't sing, but you know, you pretend like Olivia can sing. It's okay though. You do whatever you want. It's a fan fiction. Do whatever you want. So you make the rules. I'm wor- I'm annoyed that I can't remember my point because it was important. Yeah. This why maybe look- once mm. we once I. S- hear the episode again i'll probably be remembered about it once i yeah. hear the recording but yeah. right now cannot this might remember. be the last episode if we don't record no this will be the last episode i record in here until january so i'll be at my house for the next yeah. one i'll be at home for the next one because if we do it on oh, I, do it. I remember i go home friday going to afternoon. Say, i'm gonna do a bit of a shameless self-plug if we're yeah. done with the episode oh yeah. first how many stars do we give this episode? Because it's so damn funny. I have to give it four and a half. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say four and a half. Just for the humor alone. Yeah, um, sorry. It makes it would have been a four, but because it's so damn funny, it has to be four and a half. Sorry. Yeah, okay, so, so do we have anything funny. else about um, the shows before I do my self-plug? I think so. Okay. So there is a new movie that is coming out on Apple TV Plus and in select theaters soon it's called spirited and it's um based on like the christmas carol it's starring will ferrell ryan reynolds and octavia spencer i bring this up because my uncle worked on the movie so my uncle does special effects and everything in movies and is now like works with a pretty big movie production company and about like a year or so ago he said he was in Boston. He's like doing a movie in Boston. And he described it as it's going to be the next like big family Christmas film that people are going to watch. 
for years to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he posted pictures about the ins- on Instagram of like him and his family at the red carpet. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I'm really hoping to because the it's a it's a musical and the people that did the music are the same people that did the music for the greatest showman um my uncle is like i think he's like a big part in the like in the creative process of the movie um and another thing i think he said it was for this movie there's a slight spoiler but also family connection um there's a scene in the movie where there's like a graveyard and they got like a series of headstones or anything of and everything um my grandpa is one of the headstones and my grandfather unfortunately passed away about a year ago um so now he's going to be um immortalized in that movie forever that my uncle's working on and so if you all can go watch this movie and support it, um, I I hope you enjoy it if you go watch it, but it go would just it. mean a lot to me. I'll scream at you. As well go as do you it. go see it. And I hope if you watch it, you'll enjoy it. So, yeah, I yeah. had to. Go watch the movie or I'll but... scream at you. Like, I'll go watch the movie. But not to This is the fun thing about it. When I get it, my though. house ready for Christmas, They're I will like... watch the movie. I don't do Christmas before yeah. Thanksgiving. Definitely. Sorry. I mean, um, I'm hoping my whole family can get together so we can watch it. Um, so yeah, there's that little tidbit. Um, this is the fun thing though. Like I'm on TikTok, like just scrolling on like random theater TikToks, and Apple TV Plus has given out like spirited like advent advent calendars mm-hmm. for people to open from like November 12th to the movie comes out on November 18th. And I'm just sitting there watching the movie, the TikToks, and I'm like, can I get one of those? Theater TikTokers are opening videos or opening boxes on a movie that my uncle is connected to. Like, it's just insane to me. So, yeah, that's my plug for the day. Yeah, I wasn't not, expecting to get so emotional, yeah, but emotional. go yeah. watch the movie or I'll scream at all of you. Like, <laughs> I'm serious. You can yeah. I did tell, I did tell, uh, I'll text you about it later, that situation I told you about at in my school, and I was like, do you realize, I was telling my boss, I was like, do you realize we would burn the school down for you, right? And he was like, I love you all, and I was like, yeah, you thought I was joking, I will burn yeah. the school down for you, because, seriously, uh, yeah, we have like a minute, but, uh, do you want to make another, do you want to wrap, or do you want to talk about writing for the week? Because we wrote a lot of stuff this week. Um, yeah, yeah, we can do it because there, I gotta bring like theater stuff up because okay. the reason why I came up with the uh big thing that we did this week is because of a musical that's been going around lately, and I will explain when we come back. Oh, I remember now. I remember. I was like, "What did you mean?" I remember now because I don't. Brian don't always remember everything that happens in a week. Less than a minute. Like, Zoom, why can't you just tell um, me what less than a minute looks like? Because this is less than a minute, and don't know if that means if you're not paying attention. When, we, be... when we die, go check oh, your messages God. so you can see the thing that I put, and then literally it's like a bomb again. explosion. It's just like bam, gone. And you're like, oh, gone. Has it happened yet, though? We're just sitting around waiting for the untimely end of the Zoom, you know? 
Once we found a better way to podcast, but I like seeing each other. It's kind of fun. Next to Morph, because Anchor. Oh, uh, we were talking about what we've been writing this week. Uh, oh, yeah. Um. So our big yeah. thing kind of, I kind of end up having to give away some stuff, though. Yeah, but it's okay. I mean, hopefully by so, the first day of the um, year, some of the resistance will be ready. We'll have more time yeah. in so like a couple our alternate in, in our resistance, the governor is now called the commander. Mm-hmm. Currently, he sucks. Yeah. We made um, up a character for the, the first commander for, for Serenity. No, Trinity. Trinity is a, where they are, yeah, New York Trinity City. Now what we call New York. Um, yeah. Their commander is a terrible person, but I have a love. We have a love hate relationship with that character because he made it. Sometimes he has some, some moments, and I'm like, "That was a good moment." And then I'm like, "The rest of this is garbage." Ninety five percent of the time, garbage. Five percent of the time, has some comebacks for certain people when they get on his nerves. That's the mix. If you anyway. know us, you probably know who the comebacks are for. Yeah, I don't know why we suddenly decide. Oh. I don't know what what kind of sense it makes. There's currently will be an election because they've only been around for like a year. But you know who cares. It's a, it's a made up country. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Literally, that's what, well, that's what happens in the law. The all. But the oh funny God. thing is that we started writing this literally right before election day. Yeah, we're like, oops, didn't even think about that. It was a not happy accident. But they didn't realize they were well because somebody their big stupid ego was like, I want to run for commander, and, they were, and everyone else was like, you shouldn't do that. But then the you incumbent will probably com- be able to figure out who it is by us saying yeah. big stupid ego. But yeah. The um, current the current commander was like you really shouldn't do that either. And everyone else is like you shouldn't do that. And he's like mm, yeah. Mm. But then was like, third op- yeah. But then a third opponent came upon the scene. I do have to do write. I think we have to write some policies for each of them because they're gonna have a debate. So they have to have something to stand for. But we'll write that later. Well, like the one policy, one of their policies is he's actually a good person. Yeah, but one of them is a good person. Follow the rules of Talia. So he has to like yeah. work his policies, so it sounds kind of, good. Yeah, they he beats around the bush. You'd probably if y'all don't know us by now, it's not the person you think it is, but it's somebody else because that person cannot do that currently. But there's for certain people it could be, but so um the third, third person pops up and they're like uh, they're like uh you should drop out too, because uh, this third person decides I don't think I want to do it because I can actually better these people and now people feel like horrible about everything yeah if i do this like things will be okay and at least okay i can make things better than they are currently women won't be so miserable literally everyone all the time literally that's what his plan is um and but they don't like that too much because they realize they're like oh that guy they don't like that too much they're like no and so they do something to get back at the hurt to yeah get him to drop out and go after the person that he loves the most um yeah well it doesn't go their way he doesn't drop out he wins yeah we have, it's a lot for if we even got that far but we know it's obviously gonna happen but we gotta we know we, we're, we we're both like no we put him in this he's winning we're not going he's to get winning if we hadn't honestly it was better that we put him in because we weren't gonna decide a winner anyway it was too difficult because either way it's gonna be terrible yeah like, the two um, people that it was gonna, gonna be bad with, the current guy who's awful, or the guy with the big ego, um, who's also terrible. So we were like throwing in a third person made it better because now the third person wins and things go better. 
So, um, that's so it's elected. Um, and then I have currently been listening to the musical parade for mm-hmm. the past week and a half. Um, because there is currently a production happening or like finishing up at the New York City Center. Um, so Parade is a musical by Jason Robert Brown, um, the guy that wrote Will Knows, um, did a concert with. Um, it's based on a true story of, and it's very like prevalent that it's going on right now. It's based on a true story about a gentleman named um, Leo Frank. And Leo Frank was charged with murder of a 14-year-old girl Mm -hmm. in 1913, but the whole time he insisted that he did not do it. And um, it's believed in history that, like, he really didn't. Um, But, like, there were a whole bunch of witnesses brought in that basically said he did it because they were an Anyway, um, so the big point behind this musical is that Leo Frank is Jewish, was Jewish. Um, and so basically, uh, it led into a whole thing of anti-Semitism. Um, this was in Georgia as well. So it led to a whole thing of like anti-Semitism. Um, after the Confederate war, after the Civil War and the Confederacy, um, Unfortunately, history does not have a good ending, and while he, like, it's believed in history that he never did it, um, and he is sent to, thanks to his wife, has sent, like, so at first, he's found guilty. Not good. His wife then does a whole bunch of work to, at least in the musical, to, like, show the governor but that, um, a bunch of people were lying that he didn't do this. Uh, and the governor gets his sentence exchanged from execution to life in prison. Well, the people aren't happy about this because uh, A, he's Jewish, and B, they think he got away with killing the 14-year-old girl. So unfortunately, they all like kidnap him and kill him. Um and to this day, it's still believed that he never did this. Um, but the point of it is that they thought he did because he is the last person who ever saw the girl alive. And he was also her boss. I know I'm getting into like a whole ramble thing. It makes more sense if you Google it. So anyway, yeah, you're talking I took the good. general concept from mm-hmm. the show. And I was like, what if the guy who just gets elected gets this horrible crime pinned on her that pinned on him that he did a heinous thing to a 15-year-old girl? Mm-hmm. What would he do? Would people believe him? Um, what would his wife have to do? Um, how would this affect him and his campaign and everything, etc.? Um, we kind of like stopped doing part of it because then we went to go because then um the episodes happened and we got the marriage thing and we're like okay we gotta go do 
that now. Um, yeah, but it's a good story. What we're writing like so far is really radar, good. And I keep sending Taryn music from it because it's really it's, good. It's, it's, it's a, a really musical good. that more people know need to know about. It should be considered a classic. It's not, but it should because it's that amazing. Um, I, I first learned about it in college. Um, and my college did it. My professor was Leo Frank. So, um, and he like made an assignment, like a bonus assignment. Like you would get extra credit if you went to go see the show and then wrote a paper on it. I already went to like nearly every single show that my college did, but I absolutely was going to go see this one because my professor was the lead. So I went, I saw it. I was shaking and floored by the end. I immediately bought tickets to go see it again. That's how good this musical is. Um, so why it's prevalent to be is still being played today. It's um unfortunately with all the like anti-Semitic tirades and everything that's been going out coming out from whether from Kanye or just regular people. Yeah. Um, having a musical where currently being played in a Broadway theater where a Jewish person is being scapegoated for a crime he does not commit and getting a whole lot of like anti-Semitic things thrown at him. Um, very prevalent for it to be played today. Um, Rule at his concert where he did with Jason Robert Brown, he sang a song from it. So it is a very like known or like prevalent musical mm -hmm. okay yeah we've done that a lot of week. and then we hopped over and did the other thing because the episodes yeah. we heard a little bit of something today but uh, we're working on another project i think i mentioned it earlier early in the episode how uh we're gonna have a friend at friend tag along on our jail sentence our fifth jail sentence i'll give you a hint she's friend has been on yeah our podcast. friend there's only been two. You got but, two. But you got a 50 50 chance of getting it correct. Yeah. But this friend is looking forward to oh, when she's available, we're going to get started on our insanity and we're going to spend the rest of our lives in Fick Jail forever. Yeah, she's very excited but, to join Fick Jail with us. Yeah. We didn't say it earlier, but like November 14th last year is when we released, released Forevermore. Which so is. That was the first fic we wrote together. Yes. It's the first fic we wrote together. So we wrote that entire fic. It's like nine chapters. That day will be passed by the time you listen to it. Yeah. But the day we're recording. So, no, um, yeah, it's our fic writing. Two days. Yeah, Our fic writing anniversary together is Monday. It's so, so crazy to me that yeah. it's been that long. And me. That's a dang, bro. Because I was like, I know Forevermore came out in November. But I was like, when in November? Then I went on the thing. And it's November 14th. And I was like, oh, bro, this is a year ago feel that long it doesn't man and then truth was born like a month later not a little longer than a month later a little longer than a month later and then our resistance baby which is not yet to be born but it's in the wounds <laughs> hopefully next month when we get more time it's off. very much alive in our hearts it just hasn't been published yet yeah when we get some time off when, we, when our breaks we'll have that because a lot I of like other stories come before that and they're kind of coming soon got, yeah we've got some like not one shots per se, but they're like single book stories that go. Like we decided to like pull them out from the storylines. We could publish them first, and then y'all get the. We put those out, and it makes more sense 
for certain things that happen in the resistance and then the resistance will be born so hopefully by the 2023 you will see the resistance yeah we still need to work on a like premiere fix that we started but like you know forgot about yep yeah we'll be fine we got those we'll be fine fine. we'll get done it's okay we'll have more time you know Uh this little thing we still have time um is that everything for today i think that's it for today the mic would stop flashing like that it'll be okay yeah that's all we got for today thank you for listening to the truth runs deep yeah thanks for listening uh follow us on twitter trd underscore podcast we know what we're up to if twitter is still okay by the time twitter still i mean honestly twitter's kind of a a shit show we don't really we don't like twitter for real but we talk to our friends on twitter and so we talk to most of our friends so twitter is burning to the ground as we speak uh yeah if you want we have an instagram which is truth trends deep podcast also if you want to follow us on instagram instead i don't post much on it because i forget we have an instagram but we have one because Instagram requires work. Because I have to make a graphic to post. You can't just post words. You got to put a picture. And that costs, it takes time. That's why I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. If I had time, I'd make graphics every week. But I don't. But is that it? I think that's it for real. Okay. I'm kind of. So that is it. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Thanks for or listening watching, this week. Or both. Yeah. If you're on Spotify, you can see us. If you're not, you can't. But. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening, guys. Seriously. We do. We didn't know we were going to be... We're at like 550 views. Roughly, I checked earlier today. That's a lot of views for a podcast. We really just came out of nowhere. We're We're like, oh, we're doing a podcast. Casually famous. Just a little. No one knows who we are. Really good. You're listening to our show. But still, I think we're quite entertaining. And people have the unpopular... In the unpopular opinion, we're quite entertaining little people. Yeah. I like that we're quietly entertaining. I like that. We are. I feel like we attract the audience we desire. I feel like we do anyway. But right. okay, that's enough rambling. It's time to go. I'm kind of. I'm gonna eat it, some food. It's okay. time to go. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye bye.